Hey gang, just in time for Christmas, go check out ModedStudios.com. Their big seller this season is the Baby Yoda from The Mandalorian show on Disney+. Plus. I tried watching it. It fucking sucks. But if you like Baby Yoda, go get yourself a Baby Yoda patch or you can get a Baby Yoda beanie. These things are selling like hotcakes. But you don't like Baby Yoda? Fuck you, Baby Yoda. We ain't talking to you no more. Go ahead and check out Snow White smoking out of an apple embroidered patch. That's right. Snow White smoking weed out of an apple. Or how about the SpongeBob I, I'm out of here meme on an embroidered patch? Hells yeah. Go get yourself some. Go to ModedStudios.com. They're always updating their site with new and fresh ideas, and they do custom work all the time. ModedStudios.com. M-O-D-E-D-S-T-U-D-I-O-S.com. ModedStudios.com. Get some. Also, I've never really seen all the Mandalorian. I don't know if it sucks or not, so don't hate me. I like Star Wars. (laughs) Love me. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is Mr. Zach Hutner, and we're going to break down the new Watchmen series on HBO. Now, if you've been following along on the series, they just wrapped as of Sunday, this last Sunday, from when the time this podcast posts. I guess I could give you a date on the actual air date. Let's see. It was December 15th, 2019 on HBO, uh, Watchmen's final uh, final episode aired. And we're going to break down. We're basically just breaking down the final episode because we haven't been doing this episode by episode. And we just like to do this once in a while on the show here. So if you're not into the whole breakdown uh, community, uh, then I would just move on to a different episode. But if you are into nerding out on shows of pop culture, then this particular show I think that you want to listen to. Me and Zach have been actually talking about maybe doing a separate podcast that that uh, where we do just breakdowns of things that we like. Uh, if you think that's a good idea and you want to hear more of this on a separate podcast, write the show at WeSpeakEnglishGood at gmail.com. Uh, let us know if you think that we should do a whole new show. Um, so I have a couple new... Uh, things I wanted to add, like I was saying, and uh, then we'll get to the actual podcast with me and Zach. So here's a couple things that we missed, that me and Zach missed in our conversation yesterday. And these are some things after watching uh, the episode again uh, today, uh, and I decided to just go ahead and, and, uh, and write this down. So the first one is Untie the knot. Untie knot, which is the uh, the which is the uh, uh, the initialization uh, name of the 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 cum wall, the cum vault of of Adrian Veidt's um, um, semen samples that are behind Alexander the Great, and and it said untie knot in the podcast. Me and Zach refer to that as maybe. Uh, or maybe they're referencing, you know, if, if Ozzy has found the perfect mate, that he's going to tie the knot with them by impregnating them. 
but it, but what I've been sort of noticing is that he has uh, Ozymandias has this uh, boner for uh, historical figures, especially historical figures of power, especially Alexander the Great, which he says in the comics that he's the only other human being that he actually respects and, and cares, you know, or, and actually cares about. Um, so untie the knot refers to the Gordian knot that Alexander the Great cut in half uh, because it was a knot that no one could figure out how to undo until Alexander the Great just came in was like, just cut the fucking thing in half. What, what's going on here? I, I got shit to conquer. I don't have time for all this shit. So next we got when uh, beyond lady true's mother uh but when she was actually her mother back in 1985 when ozymandias is recording his uh message to president redford future president redford uh beyond goes and inseminates herself with ozymandias's semen that's uh why we started with gordian knot it all leads into the you know her inseminating herself but when she's preparing everything she's starting to recite actual dialogue from the real lady true who lady true was named after uh i forgot what she actually did she was like the chinese version or no the Viet vietnamese is it vietnamese i'm just gonna go ahead and say blanket statement asian version of joan of arc there you go sorry if i offended everybody um Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love this. In PDpedia, the last PDpedia entry, they talk about how PD has been fired. So if you haven't been following the memorandums that PD has been collecting, he uh, he has a whole... So, uh, there's a whole page dedicated to PDpedia, and it has all these cool little Easter eggs in it of itself. But uh, the last PDpedia entrance, entry has a secret... Uh, a secret... Uh, what do you what you call it? It has a secret uh, link. If you hover over uh, canola oil, because it, in the thing, it's not written by PD. It's written by his, uh, I guess, his boss, and saying how he was fired, and that PD is gonna stay in Tulsa, and that uh, Agent Lori Blake is fine, and she's being debriefed, and they also found this like jugs of canola oil, which is uh, referring to probably Lube Man. And it's basically a confirmation that Petey was indeed Lube Man, who made this like really weird appearance and then disappearance into the sewer. So if there is a season two, then uh, I'm sure Petey, uh, then uh, I'm sure Lube Man will appear again, uh, which is the grossest uh, superhero thing that someone could think of. I don't know why he would want to be Lube Man, but I love that. So if you go and go to, I'll put the link in the show notes so you guys can go and check it out for yourself. The, um, I, I, I mean, I think that was just fantastic. The, the whole PDpedia accompanying the show. I just thought that was a great idea and just helped build out this universe even more. And, um, you know, this last secret, link which by the way the secret link takes you to um it says have you seen this man is lube man and it's basically a confirmation and if you notice that's what the picture of the actual podcast uh this podcast is this week is a picture of lube man and that comes from that link in pdpedia which i'll leave in the show notes and you can find out for yourself okay uh ozzy when lady true go in 2008 when lady true visits ozymandias at at karnak um by the way karnak was named after um uh i believe it was the name of 
Ramses II's palace, I believe that's what he called Karnak. So that's sort of where he gets his name, the name of his Fortress of Solitude. Um, so Ozzy, Ozzy calls, uh, he basically refers to Ronald Reagan as um, when he's talking about Robert Redford not returning his calls. He's like, it's absurd. Uh, uh, and he says that Robert Redford told Ozymandias that, uh, that he would have won the presidency without his help. And uh, Ozymandias, of course, is this, you know, fucking narcissist who was like, how dare he? And he's, imagine some cowboy actor becoming president. So that is an actual reference to Ronald Reagan, who was a cowboy actor who became the president of the United States. As some revere him, some uh, hate him, but he did become president. And, uh, you know, that, that's not the first time a celebrity became uh, president. Well, maybe that is the first time a celebrity became president, like an actor became president. I think that is right. And then, of course, we have our current president, which he shall not be named. Uh, Republic serial villain. Uh, I wanted to bring this up because I liked that he he mentions this a few uh, in different in ways where he, uh, he says Repu- I'm not some republic serial villain. Uh, Republics he's saying that in the comic and he also is saying it in uh, when he's stuck on Europa and I think he's talking to Mr. Uh, Mr. Phillips and in some form or another. So he uh, he's referring to Republic serial villain and Republic was a movie studio back in the early days, which I don't know the exact dates but they used to show movies like dick tracy and captain marvel back in the day so there you go uh when dr manhattan is talking before he's dying in his lithium box and he's talking to angela uh he is when he's quoting um i don't see a reason for me to go into afghanistan or if you're cold Uh, he says a few different lines and these are direct lines from different scenes in the actual comic book and if you go back uh there's a couple uh, I mean, you have to surge. I, 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 this is just okay. We're moving on. We're moving on. The end is nigh. Is when he's talking, when he's referring to, uh, when he's talking to the newsstand operator, when uh, Ozymandias and Lady True is going to set up the square for the teleportation of the Seventh Cavalry and Angela and Blake down to the square, so she can become Doctor Manhattan. Um, he, they, uh, Ozymandias is talking to the newsstand guy and he just starts sort of going into this little soliloquy, which I don't think is the right word for this, but I'm going with it because it sounds good. Fuck it. Uh, he, uh, he, he, uh, he, he quotes, uh, he quotes from, uh, we, we talk about this in the, in the podcast, but he quotes from a pharaoh, uh, but then he starts quoting, um, what's his name? Um, Warshak's sign that he would carry around with him uh, as Walter Kovacs. He was carrying around uh, the end is nigh, and because Walter Kovacs was this like crazy kind of transient who fucking fought crime. So, uh, and then uh, finally, before we head into the podcast, we got Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. Uh, Trent Reznor, of course, from Nine Inch Nails. He is Nine Inch Nails. And then Atticus Ross is, is a, I, I don't remember what his role in music is, but these two have been teamed up since 2010. They've done tons of movies and different soundtracks together, uh, and, uh, including The Social Network, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Bird Box, 
And uh, also, I love this little ad addition on PDpedia, how they're talking about how PD was listening to Nine Inch Nails and that Nine Inch Nails is trash or something and it's ruining America's youth. So I thought that was a fun little... They threw that little Easter egg for everybody in the last PDpedia uh, memo. Also, I wanted to just add in that uh, David Landerloff, Landerloff, Lama 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 Loff, uh, did do an interview with Rolling Stone saying that he is going to head back into HBO Studios in January to start figuring out whether or not he wants to even pursue a second season of uh, the 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 Watchmen. Uh, he has said from the beginning that this is going to be a standalone series, uh, just one story, and that's all he wanted. HBO hasn't really greenlit any second season, and that's mostly because David Landerlofum, uh, he's just sort of figuring it out for himself. So that's it, guys. I appreciate you guys sticking around for that. I just wanted to throw those in there just for fun. Um, and now let's go fucking listen to me and Zach talk about the last episode of The Watchmen for two hours. And uh, we got a ton of great fucking Easter eggs and all the stuff that we saw and all the little details. Uh, we did a lot of research going into this. Uh, it's such short notice. So uh, I'm sure we missed a bunch. But I had a great time chatting with my buddy, Zach Hutner. Uh, uh, and this is Watchmen, the series breakdown. All right, guys, we are back. We uh, So we're doing another breakdown, and I think instead of us just giving the small talk at the beginning like we usually do, I think let's just fuck that. Let's get right into it because I can't stand when I watch these breakdown videos and they're just sitting there talking about nonsense. Like, hey, guys, how do you like this? He's like, no, fucking don't bore us. Get to the course. Get real. Get real. <laughs> yeah. Or get to the This court. is when people stop getting being polite and start, start getting, getting real. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sitting here with Zach Hutner, uh, but and we're missing Jason because Jason is obviously too good to watch a show, even though he has three kids to raise. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't adhering think he's a to a wife fan. and uh, well, yeah, I don't think he's a Watchmen fan. And and I do want to come off straight off, off the top. Like I, I I never read the comic. I was in the comics, but I never read the comics. So there is references here that I'll be shooting from it's the like comics. It's like a graphic but that's novel. It's like one book. My bad. <laughs> it sat on like it sat on like Shut the back up. of like the shitter for years at our house growing up, and it was like, "Am I going to read that or like X Men: Civil War?" Those are like my two options when that's I took so a shit funny. growing up. Right. Okay, so I I I think it's funny that you corrected me. <laughs> That instead of a, a comic, it's a graphic novel. But I think that came out after the uh, right. This the, set the precedence for graphic novels, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then and then like after this is like Frank Miller's Batman came out, and that was like a graphic novel. And then there was like 
there's several other people, but yeah, you're right. This sort of and also fucking Watchmen, the original comic book, was on the New York Times bestseller as a novel. Was it really? Yes, for for a few weeks at least, I think. I tried to use like one of those books. I don't remember which one it was, but it was one of those books we had. It was on the back of the toilet as like a report card, like a book report, as mm-hmm. a book report growing up. And the teacher was like, "No, this is not a book. Totally not a book. There's like four pages. There's like four words." And I was like, "Wait, it's not a book." I was so mad and like nowadays I feel like you could get away with that if, well yeah I think you're I, right I, I, Just feel like, the I feel like everything's of, so much more changed like right. oh comic books are kind of right. cool you now. can have tattoos and get a job you yeah. know <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's a little more accepting to have uh, be a little bit more eccentric um, but the what the fuck was it, what were we saying about it shit it's already happening my brain's already fizzling out this is fucking not a good sign anyways fuck it we're moving on uh, just off the top as well, uh, I do want to say that this, I, as we're as I was driving over to Zach's to record this, I was listening to the official podcast that they uh, that they release on the HBO website, and it, it, it and creator David Lindell Law or how the fuck you say his name, he's the creator of Lost and uh, creator of The Leftovers, two shows that I both watched and to. Um, I mean, how much I love them or like them is is a different thing. But I watched them to the end because uh, once I started, really? you got I, to the end of Lost. I got to the end of Lost. I did. I suffered through that that insufferable last season just to find out that that they were fucking dead the whole time, like everybody predicted at the beginning of the series. Do you remember that? Remember when at the beginning? I don't know. Did you ever watch Lost? I watched it like when did that come out in like 2003, right? Yeah, when it started so, coming yeah, out. Right? Yeah. I watched it in high school because everybody watched it in high school, right? <laughs> and then uh, yeah. I got over it quickly because it was just, it was one of those shows that just seemed to drag on and more yeah. and more shit. And it just, was what, 20 some episodes a season, all yeah. an hour long. And the it was prob- a commitment. It was. And, and that's the problem with those kind of shows, those network shows that have like, have to fill like 30 episodes in a season of all 42 minutes, 44 minutes long. You're going to get filler episodes. And that's what I feel like the whole series became was like this one big filler. And then The Leftovers. Did you ever watch The Leftovers? No, I never I never watched The Leftovers. That fucking show was a shit show. Like, all of a sudden, like, he... I mean, like, it, it's a crazy, awesome concept, This the, the idea of, like... Um, all of a sudden, like, uh, what was it? It was, like, 90% or something of the population. Or, no, it was, like... It was oh, like twenty like, percent yeah, of the like population people, just people disappeared. People get like ascended or something. Like some people think right. that they like well, went it, to heaven. No, so some people the, just think they just like disappeared. Exactly. Like all that shit. Nobody knows. Yeah, that's some bullshit too. I didn't. Right. Like, I well, remember watching a couple one of those and be like, "Yeah, this is not for well, me." Well, I thought it was an interesting concept that they kind of just like shit. Out. Like I just thought it was awful. Like the last season of Leftovers is like. You know, like he—he's—he's he's starting to. Fi- they're starting to figure out how to get to this place, this place where the people went, and he's starting to like kill himself in weird ways, and because he can, and he's coming back, and and then all of a sudden he's an international spy. Like he, there's a whole episode where the dude just turns into an international spy where he's murdering people, and it's out of his control. Which I mean, it's left to interpretation. I just thought the whole thing was just That's fucking... That's just so far beyond from the point, What though? the That's fuck is like, yeah, going you know, on? It, it, and I know I said I was going to get right to the episode, but I'm building this up because David Lindelof, or I think that's how he says Yeah, it, Lindelof. Lindelof uh, is a creator of these shows that... These uh these shows that have sort of this open-ended meaning to it and has a, a bigger... 
you know, uh, you know, like I just feel like he gets these shows and they have these great meetings and then he just drains them for whatever they're worth and then it just sort of falls apart at the end. Not with Watchmen. I thought Watchmen was great, but I brought all this up to say because on the way over here, I heard on the official podcast that this is only a standalone series. Um, that's only supposed to be a standalone series, which Zach didn't even know. No, that was that was heartbreaking. <laughs> So, I was really, really, really upset when I learned that because I, I, this was a great, great, great s- season, not a series, right? right? <laughs> not a series, just a season. Uh, but it, it, and it's over and standalone, and we have to go back into mystery and wonder what happens in the Watchman universe. And I feel like really disappointed because you only get to see a glimpse of it. It was either forty years ago or right now. Yeah. And I just there's so much that happened in the middle of it. And there's so much that I would like to see going forward. And I feel like there's so much that they could keep doing with it. I hope somebody at HBO. You know, because we have so many HBO execs who listen to this. <laughs> we'll pick that up, and then we'll go and do something else with it, because HBO's dying. They need something to watch. Are I they mean, dying? I mean, I don't know. What else are you watching on HBO? Um, Silicon Valley this Silicon, season was a dumb. bust. Yeah. That I thought that, that... You didn't the, like how it ended? No. Okay. Three well, thumbs down. That's, <laughs> that's another podcast. Uh, no, um, it was okay for an ending of a series, I guess, but no. But anyways, no... <clears throat> It is a bummer because I feel like I got super invested in this show. And I remember when the movie came out, I really thought that was a great idea for a movie, too. And uh, like I said, I never went back to the comics, so the comic world is lost on me. But that's why we got you, Zach, because you had you had a lifetime of shitting and reading the comic <laughs> growing up. So that that's a uh, that's a uh, that's that's good that we at least got someone who who knows the source material. Yeah, a that little a, bit. That was a big thing. So my dad, as a pediatrician, realized he could he could charge comic book subscriptions to his peds office, <laughs> and they'd just stay there for a year, and then we'd take them home. So I had like every single comic book oh. after it had been sneezed on, and like you know rubbish yeah. through by all the sick kids. But you know whatever. Whatever you take. What I, you can we get. had them all. We had all the comics. It was wow. great. Wow. Did you guys ever save any of them, or did they all end up in the trash? Uh yeah, I've got a big stack of them actually, probably right under yeah. Actually, I can grab them right here. Uh, you, you don't have to do that. Uh, they're right behind you. Well, no one asked you. <laughs> Just know, Zach, that no one's asking you to, to do this right now. <laughs> they're all right behind you. I believe you, Zach. I'm not. I, 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 I trust you. I trust that you have a stack of comic books right behind me. Uh, okay, so. I guess let's just get to the episode because uh, the because we're only gonna really go over the last episode here. I, I know there's a lot of sources to find breakdowns for everyone, but but we'll kind of go over the whole series as we go through the episode as well because obviously there's a lot of payoffs and stuff. So if you haven't seen the episode or if you're not familiar, just skip this episode of the podcast. I know this is a music podcast, so. I get it. You're here to, to discover a new artist you've never heard of or, or, or maybe get to know one that you have heard of. You're not here to get breakdown episodes, but this is fun for me and Zach, so fuck, fuck you. <laughs> Anyways, so episode opens. We're, uh, look, look, Zach, I wrote down Marquis Tessa. Oh, Marquis Tessa. Yeah. There you go. Because cause we, uh, cause we noticed something. We both noticed something. On the marquee as... It means nothing. It, yeah, there's nothing. Maybe it means something. Though. It might mean something. Maybe. Okay, so we'll just... We'll, 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 we'll cross that bridge when we get there. So, opens up. 
1985, and it's before the squid is unleashed on, on New York City, and Adrian Veidt is recording the, the video that he sends off to uh, Robert Redford, who is currently the president in Watchmen he's World. He's the new elected president. Or no, yeah, he's the current president. Or well, at that time when he's making the video, this is the tell... Because he doesn't become president until the 90s, but Adrian is sending him this video... Um, at from 1985 before he unleashes it. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, I know I'm right, Zach. I spent all fucking day. <laughs> spent all fucking day on this. Uh, this is which is very sad that my wife got to see how I really do these fucking these breakdown episodes. I just literally just sit there for hours and contemplate TV. Um, anyways. So, uh, Vite is filming the, the, the Redford video that we get to see in, uh, I think, what, what episode? It's like a couple episodes back where we see it when Looking Glass is watching it. Remember? Yeah, the, the white supremacist senator, right. uh, whatever his name is. Uh, Keen. Senator Keen yeah. gets, uh, gets a copy of it from somebody else in the Cyclops. Uh, what a great name for white supremacists, too, Cyclops. Cyclops. Like, yeah. if Nazis were just called Cyclops, I couldn't help but laugh all the time, right? <laughs> it's like, these are silly people. <laughs> just they think they have a third eye or some bullshit. Look at that. But anyway, Anyways, the Cyclops get a uh, copy of it, and they're using that to really show people that there is kind of like a whole bunch of shadow war and what a great you know what a great uh uh thing i think to parallel parallel our, of, our of, universe of our real universe right. you know because you know there's some stuff going on that we're not privy to of course and i won't talk anything about hillary clinton <laughs> because i'm afraid of her <laughs> and hillary stays up uh, we speak english good let me tell you she needs to know all about those up-and-coming artists that I talked to. Anyways, uh, what I like about this this whole thing was <clears throat> that there is, uh, when he's talking and they're filming and they zoom back, to, they kind of reveal a few things in that. Um, they show Adrian Veidt. Uh, it's Jeremy Irons as the actor who's playing Adrian Veidt, but they, they blur his face. Um, so, you, so it's cool because it does a couple things. It keeps him ageless. And, you know, and it makes it, gives it sort of this ominous feeling, you know, that, uh, that I'm reading into it, but <laughs> that's too far into it. Uh, but it does, it does give you kind of like this weird ominous feeling of, of when they're, they're sort of, uh, filming it and, uh, you don't really see his face, but you see his workers. And that's what I'm getting at. The workers there are Vietnamese, basically slaves and 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 who Vite ends up poisoning at the end of that because it, which which you should know I guess because the comics but the, he ends up poisoning those Vietnamese basically slaves their indentured servants um, uh, at the end so there's no witnesses to what had happened so then we get the awesome scene of fucking Lady True because this is where we find out where Lady True comes from. And beyond, her mom goes and, however, I mean, I guess she's a computer lady. Like, she's a cleaning lady, but, but she she's also... She's got skills, apparently, but she knows, and how she to... knows everything. Like, there has to be some backstory along with, like, right. getting those passwords and everything. Like, Adrian Veidt got freaky with this with this, uh, with this particular woman, I believe. <laughs> Let us guard down. And, you know, then, you know. It's true because how did she know the password? Because, like, did she try a couple times? I can't remember. Or was it just the first no, time? No, she just like, knew it. She's just like, oh, I know where the <clears throat> secret password is. And it wasn't even like if it was a, 
uh, uh, was like seal the jar, tie the knot. That's the that's how the program. If you read the program, it said tie the knot. Oh, and it wasn't her saying password username. It wasn't any mm-hmm. bullshit like that. It's like a whole bunch of code right. on like a nineteen eighties computer, right. right? With it's just all green screen. I don't know if you guys have you ever used one of those, <laughs> but they're terrible. <laughs> and <laughs> you have to know exactly what you're doing, so you can't. There's not like let me click around here. Right, no, you can't do that. Right, so she knew exactly what to do. Logged in all the keystrokes and. It was tie the knot, password, and then to close it, she had to retie the knot. That was the program on mm. it. Uh, yeah. It was untie and retie, I believe. That's oh. what, I believe what it was. Because that was the command. That was, was the command. The untie I don't the know knot. if that means anything. I don't know. Well, it makes sense too because if if it, if it was the command to untie the knot or tie the knot, then Adrian had found someone that he would want to be connected to through childhood and oh. stuff. So that makes sense to me that that was probably a command to raise. That's probably the command, and then yeah. you need the yeah. password and then you to, need the password to, to, get to the, initialize it. The, and what a weird fucking like thing to have like yeah a, a vault full of fucking cum that was the shit. i was just like what the fuck is going on here and what did she spray it remember because she had that jergens she had like a yeah, bottle said, of lotion no, there's like a bottle of lotion right on his desk because he obviously is just oh he's just off. sitting there fucking just waking nailing. him just waking him out right and then he's obviously doing that and then he just she just squirts some of his jergens in him which is such a weird thing to do why the would whole you- thing's weird why would you collect that many different specimens okay well, I mean, I get it because because in this episode we also find out that Adrian is asexual and he doesn't believe in having sex because it's a it's a um it's a uh, a distraction, which I think we find out in like the next scene when Lady True comes to visit him at Karnak. Yeah, that's a it's an old uh I mean, lots lots of people have have said that beyond in time and time before uh um, that he was like gay or something, right? Not not gay. I mean, like he he was obviously gay with uh with uh, no, that was the that other, wasn't that was the other guy, Captain. Oh, you're uh, right. You're what's right. his name? Captain Underpants. What the fuck was his name? The guy from the original. That was the original four. That was an because um, he was the one who initiated them to become a group, right? Mm-hmm. And then whoever that guy is, he was gay. I don't for, know. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it's fine, Zach. We're here. We're doing this. We're we're moving <laughs> forward. Well, so I love that. I love that whole scene. I love that. Beyond just knew how to. What a violent use- way to inseminate yourself too. Like, <laughs> like if well, and also while saying "fuck you." I mean, I is, is that really how you do it? I'm, I don't know if there's a gynecologist who who subscribes to we speak English. Write in, tell us how it's done. I don't believe that scene to be accurate. No, I don't think so either. I don't think you take a little gun and you like, and like she looked like she was getting great joy out of it as well. I, I don't know how much joy you get out of cold sperm going up into your uterus. Look like a needle. Yeah, it looked like some I like want rubbery that. That needle. That would be the design. Just, I would think that would be a good design for a tool know. like that. I don't know. It, it looked uncomfortable, like the whole situation. But she seemed very comfortable <laughs> doing it. And, and the best line is that she's saying, fuck you to Ozymandias yep. as he's stealing his seed um, from behind Alexander the Great, by the and way. And she must have known something was going up because she escaped the poisoning. She knew to leave right, right exactly. after that. Well, I made a I made a note saying like, oh my God, uh, Lady True's mom was slain by her father. But that doesn't make sense because then if he, if he poisoned her, how the fuck did nah, she get she out? she just ran away. She must have got out before and she, she must have knew just to get out. So, so that's another thing is like, you know, that's kind of a plot hole where it's like if he's poisoned... If he's if he's poisoned them from the source material, 
if he's poisoned them, then wouldn't Beyond been one of those people who were poisoned? But maybe not. We also see in like some of those um, some bad dreams that Beyond the the clone the the child is having dreams of like explosions and having these terrible nightmares of memories of like explosions. So you know she was in and evolved in some sort of way in the war. Well, yeah, Vietnam, she so. she her mom would have grown up in the Vietnam War right. when Dr. Manhattan, was you know, weird. was 60 feet tall and just walking through the, the jungle. <laughs> just exploding just people's exploding heads. Just exploding people. He's <laughs> just like, fucking, oh my God, we haven't even got down that far. <laughs> this is, okay. Um, let's see. So the painting that was on the wall was Alexander the Great. <clears throat> That's just another fun fact. Um, oh, he, yeah. He was one of those crazy dudes who, that was what I was getting at. He was one of those crazy dudes who withheld withheld their uh, their seed. Oh, Alexander the Great yeah, was? Alexander the Great was oh. one of those crazy dudes. Um, I, I, I wish I knew more of him off the top of my head. I don't. But yeah, that's a common thing for crazy. Well, crazy, I, I think, I think uh, Napoleon did that too. Probably. But... But like I remember, um, was it Mike Tyson who said he wouldn't have sex before uh, a, a rain, like a bout in the That's ring? That's all boxers. Is that a lot? Female boxers? boxers is the exact opposite. So I need to get dicked down hard. They needed more, <laughs> as much testosterone and as in them as possible. Inject me in my vagina with your testosterone. I need to get in there and whoop some ass. <laughs> That's a fun fact. Fun fact. Oh, the other fun fact was. Um, Ramses the second, which was the password to get into the cum vault, uh, that is also the password that Night Owl Two used in the comics to hack Ozymandias's on computer. There, so that might be how she found out about it. You know, maybe there was some larger conspiracy at hand. Why would she know about that though? Why would she know Ramses yeah, you the know, second? You know, you know, I don't know. I don't know, but Ramses the second. I had another fun fact about Ramses the second is that um, uh, Ramses the second was a um, he was a uh, an Egyptian conqueror who and there was a connection. I'll just have to, I guess, fuck it. Who cares? We'll bring it back up if I ever see it again. Well, <laughs> I can't. I mean, like. There's just no like I just showed Zach my notebook of scribbles and he just started laughing because there's no way to decipher this and even I am having a hard time doing it. So, so that that was that scene. We we get we get the fuck you, Ozymandias, as she's injecting his sperm into her to get pregnant with Lady True. So then it cuts to 2008. Uh, Lady True visits Karnak, and she shows up at. Ozymandias' door. It's 2008. That's Antarctica. She shows up in Antarctica. In Antarctica, but Karnak is the name of his Oh, is that, the, is that is the name his, of it? Is of his fortress. Is, okay. Is Karnak. Okay. Is, that's what he calls it. I think. Yeah, I, I know he lives like in he, Antarctica. Yeah, he lives in, the, in Karnak in Antarctica, and it's just... He's she shows up. She's wearing these bomb Oakley... Uh, <laughs> Oakley uh, uh, ski goggles and all this like mountaineering gear. She's ready to go, and she just opens the door, and he's like, "Nah, get the fuck out of here! I don't need any fans." And she's like, "Wait, I know you killed three and a half million people." And he's like, "What? How did you figure that out?" Pretty much. And then she spills the beans on him, and he gets super, super mad about it. He does. It's kind of a dick, like father. Like you know, it's like the worst like thing you want to go. When I imagine, like if you were meeting your father for the first time, yeah. And it's crazy that you know she was that like willing to 
take him back right. and help him out. Well, but but, but it kind of turned into a spite thing too because she wanted him to, there to see her turn into a supernatural being to 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 transcend everything that Adrian Veidt has ever been or ever will become. He she wanted him to be there. Well, she said she wanted him to know if he had anything to say. Mm-hmm. So I, it's interesting that if he like uh, you know she wanted him to be like oh you know. You were so right. I can't believe you were so wrong. I was. I ever did doubt you, right? Why didn't I just give you the moment? I think she wanted a moment like that to mm. happen, or she was gonna kill him. And I think she was just pretty much waiting to turn blue and then just gonna kill a whole bunch of people. Because like she told her daughter, do- her her daughter, grandma. To- <laughs> <laughs> I like that. She told the her daughter, daughter, mom, her daughter, mom, that uh, like uh, you know when tell tell. Tell a detective. Uh, tell a detective to tell her friends to get out of here. Essentially, yeah. if the cops, the, if she, the cops try and stop her, right, which just just shows you the crying of crazy that right. she would have been as well, a god. I just love that, uh, like the mythology that she was building for herself. You know, like I fucking cloned my mom, so she'll be here. Uh, you know, I brought my dad from Europa. Like that is like the the story of I didn't like, even, some, like think like, about it like that. Well, you yeah, know, that is crazy. the building blocks of something great. Like you know, that's the bl- building blocks for fucking the Lutheran. The not the Lutherans, but the um, what are the ones who think you get your own planets and shit? Like is I don't that know, Scientology. The no, but works. Mormons think that there's oh, no there's Mormons. The, Mormons think Latter-day that Israel is America. <laughs> That's what they think. I know. Mormons I know. are my favorite. Yeah, they also <laughs> used to think the Native Americans were blemished because yep. they were they were evil. And those, they were bad. Those were the wrong Americans. They were the wrong <laughs> Americans who were the. I think they were called. Anyways, so there, uh, those are the building blocks of religion. There are religions here that not Scientology, but like that have to do with Jesus. I can't remember. Is it the Nazareth? I don't think it's the Latter Day Saints is Mormons, but there's a religion where literally you get your own plant when you die. And it, it's just like that sounds lonely. Yeah, well, but that's you know? but that was the whole thing with you know fucking Ozymandias being on his lonely. He is the god of this planet. He's the master of this planet. But it was boring. And and, and I love that line he says that Mister Phillips when or, or the game warden when he's dying, he's just like, "Was I worthy, adversary, master?" He's like, "No." <laughs> but you put on no. a good show. <laughs> and that's his dying. Like that's the last thing that. That clone here is before he like dies because then he just stares off into oblivion and that shit's hilarious. But I do want to back up because we're kind of we're 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 jumping ahead and there was a lot of reveals that sort of uh, that went down in that 2008 meeting between True and Ozymandias. So uh, one of the first things is that we find out that or was that in this episode? Did we find out that the that the squids are automated? In that scene, yeah, we find it well, because we, because that explains why why he's on Europa. Yeah, why you find we that still, out earlier, but I mean, it, oh, do it, you? Yeah, that, okay, I mean, that was in a different time, right? Yeah, or so, okay, never mind. So that's not that grave. You find it out first when when he's when he tells stupid, all the white supremacists. Stupid, stupid. Okay, that's not, um, but there was another reveal which I can't fucking think of, which is bullshit. Uh, well, she she admits to him that she knows about that. Right. And she, then knows, she, she knows him. about how, the squid. Yeah, she and then kn- this is what happens. I mean, he tells her that he's not going to give her any money. because Right, he got she's asking for $42 billion to build a, what was it called? I wrote it down. Keep going. I uh, and she wants to build that Millennium Clock or whatever well, it is. It's I forget the, what it's a, it's a colloidal, whatever. Yeah, yeah. centrifuge. 
It's a, uh, but basically it's atomic t- centrifuge. Yeah, it's some shit like that. It's no, it's a quantum centrifuge. Fuck, I love it when people use words quantum. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Quantum. If you watch the Ant Man, all they say is the quantum Qu- realm, quantum this, quantum that. Dude, Whoa. you can write any any Marvel movie. Just use quantum, quantum. four or five times. Right, because you could make any any explanation could come out of quantum. <laughs> like, where did he come from? From the quantum realm? <laughs> like, what does he do? He what? creates quantum. No one's Physics. gonna, no one's gonna <laughs> doubt you on that. So, anyways, like uh, she goes and she she goes off and she makes her whole whole company and everything. And meanwhile, you know, he got sent to Europa, right? Well, because he, he was just bored, right? And and he was. It, what's weird about what's weird about that whole scene is it's 2008. So obviously, Ozymandias has seen that the world did not become this great utopia. He has sort of failed at that. And then this lady comes and says, "You're my daughter." And he basically said, "You're my. You stole your intellect. Nothing is earned." And, and he even goes into saying like how he gave away all his parents' fortune to prove to himself and to all the people that he can come from nothing. And he's like, that's the gift I give to you. Which is almost, that's why I was almost saying it's kind of spiteful that she wanted him to be there when she transcends everything. Oh, for sure. He's, you know, like, because that's a fucking hard thing to, it's a hard thing to take is someone telling you, is like, I reject you as a daughter. I don't want to see you. I'm not going to help you with anything. And the best thing I can tell you is nothing. So go He calls it. her specimen 2337. Yes. Yes. He doesn't even call her. He says, I'll never call you my daughter. So goodbye, specimen 2237 or whatever it is. <laughs> right. Which, oh yeah. And there was also a reveal that she's like, uh, she she reveals her plan. She wants to become Doctor Manhattan, and she wants to kill him because she doesn't think they did enough. Or and she was even saying that he that Ozymandias is still you're playing the same tune. You're still doing the same thing over and over. It's time to, for something else. And so she reveals this big plan, and Ozymandias just shits all over. Her. It's like get the fuck out of here. Yeah, he doesn't. He wants wants nothing to do with and it. And he even says, "I'll never call you my daughter." And so, so that's what's so great about. Um, but then she, then we get back for fast forward to him killing uh, uh, his his nemesis, his nemesis dying with the mask. That's the game warden. Well, yeah, that's the, the game warden. Well, that's when it sort of cuts to save me, daughter. And we saw in other episodes of the early the earlier episodes where it shows save me, D. And there was a lot of speculation. There was a lot of speculation that that um, Lady True was Ozymandias' daughter. That was a lot of fan- from the fandom. And then there was a lot of speculation. Mike called that. Mike got that out of the park. <laughs> but then there was also... Um, but they but people were, were, were saying maybe it says Save Me Daughter or Save Me Dr. Manhattan. So people didn't know what the D stood for. So they left that kind of open for people to interpret, and, and that, that was a fun little thing they did. And it's kind of interesting that Dr. Manhattan sent him there in the first place, because right. I honestly, uh, you know, uh, that's the one thing why I don't think it's a good idea, why I didn't think it was a good idea to kill Dr. Manhattan. Dr. Manhattan and uh, and uh, Alexander Vite have this great, like, uh, dichotomy going on, where it's like they both want to be Superman. That's why the Watchmen's so much better than any DC uh, comic you'll see. There's there's both these people with amazing fucking gifts, and they both can slight each other, but they're both imperf- Im- imperfect at the same time. Right. Like, Dr. Manhattan gives no fucks about human beings because he can do things like, you know, walk on the sun, watch, turn oxygen into, like, uh, gold, you know, crazy things like that. Um, 
uh, Alexander Veidt doesn't give a shit about people because he literally looks at people as like babies. They need to be babysit. He's, mm-hmm. they're, they're stupid. They need to be taken care of because they do so many fucking things wrong. Mm-hmm. So um, they're both like at this, you know, great, great superpowers, you know, unstoppable in their own right. But they're both awful, awful human <laughs> beings. Or not human beings. Just awful, awful people right right and, and they're not yeah and no. that's what you may that's what really you love about it. i mean that's like classic example of this is peter parker i mean uh, peter parker spider-man yeah uh he's he can do anything he wants right so he goes to the wrestling ring while uncle ben dies and you know while he's fucking around doing something else and right. then he spends an entire life trying to make up for that one thing he can't do he'll never be able to save his uncle Right, even though that was the one thing, like if you have those superpowers, you better be able to save your family. Right. And even right. Doctor Manhattan knew he's about to go, and he's like, he uh, still saved know, his he people. Still, <laughs> he still saved all of his people, right? Yeah. I mean, so like that's the, you got to have some sort of struggle. You got to have some sort of like turmoil, like uh, struggle, good versus bad yeah. in the in in the superhero alone to make it a good series. And that's why Watchmen was always a good series. Yeah. I like that. I like that. It's like, cause like there are blurred lines of like, if these people are good or bad, so, like, you know, yeah, I mean? so it just gets my back to my point. Like, I think that Dr. Manhattan sent him there because he was just, Dr. Manhattan was just as worried what Adrian Veidt might do. Um, that uh, that that if he's left him on Earth, then if he just stayed there, right? So I think it was kind of like babysitting him. Here, I got this place yeah, for you, and, and kind of doing him a favor too, right? Because didn't he ask him to? be He did ask there? him to go there because but he was just so he was just, just so, so bored, bored, and he wanted to go and, and, and make his utopia. Yeah, and and which ended up biting him in the ass because he's learned that you can't have utopias and that's an important lesson for him to learn because that's well, it's, he's so, for a guy he's so much about control he wanted to control and make sure that everybody didn't blow each other up but I personally don't believe that to be, you know, I think that people always are going to hate each other yeah. and that if you don't like recognize that and prepare for those kind of extreme acts of violence against you you're kind of just asking for it. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It's like it's like when you raise a kid fucking in, in a padded room, you know, like for his whole life. He, he's he, anytime he trips, anytime he falls, he lands on something soft, and then all of a sudden, when you take him out of the room and he's an adult, all of a sudden, you know, he trips and falls, and he fucking hurts, and it's bad, and it's he might not recover from that because he never fucking built up any resistance for sure. It. And I mean, like Doctor Manhattan's a. a cl- prime example of the padded room kid i mean he's already done so much that he now doesn't want to do anything like he which is so funny and and it's funny that because this was even brought up in that podcast i was listening to from watchmen i was just noticing how much once dr manhattan's in in the show which is only two episodes (laughs) you get you you really see this human side of him out because like when he's talking to angela when when they're when she tells him to go or something, and and you see visibly his hurt, even though he knew that was coming, he's not experiencing those emotions until it happens. And so, like, what they were saying in the in in the podcast, which I sort of noticed is, and and they show the flaws, which you were talking about, the flaws of his humanity in this super being, 
But they also, and they're also, they were pointing out how like unimaginative he is and how like dull of a person he actually is. You know, like Cal is just sort of this dull, kind of lackluster guy, even. Yeah, you know, what, like, what, even what was when Cal's he was t- job? I mean, what was it? Just Who knows what like, he was doing? And, just and, being like a smoking hot dude and just stays <laughs> home with the kids. He fucks his wife like, proper. What's up, dude? I'm like 6'8. What do I got to do? All right, fuck you, dude. <laughs> My dick is the size of the Empire State Building. Uh, yeah, I got to say, think? the Excalibur dildo is a little small i gotta say that right that that was not to scale was not to scale right what they they showed his dick a few times and my goodness that was uh they did it very cinematically at the end where he's like going down to the blood and there's like scale past his dick and i'm like holding a water i'm holding like a water bottle right now that's like really what it was was right it was just a water bottle hanging flaccid flaccid (laughs) dick and it was just about the size of this full water bottle Uh, 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 a 16.9 fluid ounce water bottle to, to flaccid. add to the flaccid, soft. Um, so yeah, lots of dicks. Which <laughs> Jason pointed out on the last podcast, like HBO's got dicks, <laughs> which they do. Plenty of dicks. Also, uh, uh, the white supremacist dude, he kept his underwear on. Oh, the 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 um the, the Doctor Manhattan uh government issued underwear. <laughs> that was government issued underwear, and he went out and got himself up. And Lori makes fun of him. Oh, Lori and does he, make fun of him. Senator Keen, they make fun of him so hard. Which which you know, like he throughout the series, you see him, you know, as this like presentable guy who's like blah blah blah. But towards the end, you really see like the the redneck come out in him and like. That whole scene when he's giving that speech where people are, you know, like people are in the, it was like, almost like they got down the hate racist yell, I thought. And even you heard the yeehaw, you know, like you even hear that. You did. You did right at the end when he's yeah. like, and we're going to take, uh, we're going to take his blue powers and give them to white people. And yeah, then they're right. like, yeehaw. Oh, yeah. That but, was great. But like, even the guy who couldn't wait, there was this one guy who's like, like he couldn't wait until that dude finished his sentence to release this hateful. Like, I love the attention to detail where they, he they, was method acting. Oh my God. It was, <laughs> it was great. I was just like, that was so perfect because, because that is like how those people are. They'll yep. fuck They can't wait to express how much they hate. Yep. They can't wait for that hatred to get out of them because they're so angry inside that they, they, they just unwittingly, <laughs> they gotta just yell it. Uh, and then Angela shows up. All right. Angela shows up with a gun, right? And yeah. everybody's got guns. Well, hey, well me, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Wait. Oh, I'm sorry. We, we skipped the whole what fucking. We, skip? we skipped, skipped the whole Europa. Adrian's escape. Oh, he escaped. She, she, she. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she escapes. Okay. That's good. Well, no, he kills Mr. Uh, the Gay Warden. And we talked about where it was that scene where a game warden is just like, because he's looking up at him like, this is your master. This is like the person you respect. And this is the person who, by the way, planned the whole trial. He scripted all of this. All of this is scripted. Even like Miss Crickshaw or whatever the fuck her name is, uh, is winking at him during the trial. uh, We all know this is garbage. You know, like this is all stupid. And he even cries at the end, which is weird. And that's in the last episode, I think. Where he's crying at the end, where he's just like, when he's realizing that, like, it's all for nothing. And, like, there's so much to unpack in that. Like, how do you even explain what that character is going through at that moment? Especially when you consider him as as kind of a sociopath who doesn't really have emotions, but maybe there's something in there. 
it's I think the, he was doubting that he was going to ever escape, and this was going to be his ultimate fate: is living amongst like people that he didn't that he so clearly called beneath him. Right. Right. I mean, they were so beneath him that he just catapulted him into space. <laughs> did he catapult him alive, or did he put him dead? They were, were alive. Remember? <laughs> yeah. Remember? Because what that one Mister Phillips was just looking around like kind of stupidly, like he just oh. like hop up there. Yeah, he's like yeah. in the catapult, like. Oh, this is weird. I'm just sitting here, and then it's like, bye. And, and he just like gets flown out. He, he just get tossed into fucking, you know, death, which was great. Which is like, <laughs> he just murders so many people. And, so many. And he doesn't clones. even care. So many. Of the doesn't clones. give a the fuck. plays in the beginning of the season. Oh yeah. Was- all the plays that he did, the ways he was, he was just testing out a spacesuit. That's right. all he's doing. But, <laughs> but it had to be a play. All, all they were so, there's so shows. I would just kill the guy every time. It, it it's it was nuts. It was it, the 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 show just has such a so funny, she she sends uh, she she obviously saw the satellite that she sent eight years ago. Finally got there. She sees the save me D, save me D, which right. is save me daughter now. And she sends it up. There's, she there's, sends this. She sends this uh, pod, which uh, we see in. Um, and in she has him do something wild. very odd, which is put your hands on your hips and then sprays you with gold. Wait, wait, wait. We're, we're, oh, we're still on. skipping. What, what am ahead? I skipping? Well, well, when uh, when Adrian's. Um, hold on, hold on. We already talked about Adrian dying, but the 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 the. the uh, oh, Adrian catches a bullet from the game warden before he kills. Oh, yeah, before right. Adrian stabs him with his shaved down uh, horseshoe, which he got from one of the Phillips or Crookshanks in his cake that he gets every year. But I a, thought just Adrian Vite was just smart. Does he have superpowers? Too? No, no, he was just in there. But every 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 episode was kind of a year. So like there was a year yeah. between each of those. Every time we'd go see him, so they would put a new candle. No, on but the how cake. did he catch the bullet? Was he just? Is it- well, he did it in the comic too. Well, he's he's just that skilled and he's that smart, and that he can catch bullets because he also did it to Lori Blake. Oh yeah. In the comics, he does that same thing, and he does it in the movie. Actually, he catches a bullet, so that's one of that's his skills thinking. that he just has—that he just catches fucking bullets. That's dope. That's a dope, useful yeah, skill. That's to have. A useful for just a regular smart guy to have. Is like I can just catch bullets too. By the way, <laughs> it's like I'm really smart, and I can catch bullets. That—that uh, that was one thing I wanted to just point out. Um, uh, uh, hold on, there's one more thing. Okay, so Adrian, he makes his escape, kills fucking the game warden gets on the little spaceship and then she sprays him with which is basically yeah but you, you see the pose that she had him sprayed right in. right she uh, that was all orchestrated that was going to be a fucking trophy right that well was, it was because because and she, the, we saw it we saw it earlier right. in the atrium we reveal because you know? with that reveal that also revealed that adrian this whole season has been on earth he's just been uh, on this like little nod to carbonite or carbonite like whatever they did in uh star wars to han solo whatever they yeah, call that yeah, it was like carbonite carbonite, carbonite which is carbonite. not what carbonite is in real life <laughs> right but they but you know that was their little nod to star wars where they just sort of had him and had him in that position yeah. and, and and she keeps him in his little garden until she's ready to thaw him out to show him how cool she is which is is it's fun, uh, so that was a, that was a cool little uh, reveal that they had there. Was that it was a dirty trick? Well, and then and then when you look at uh, when she went to the Clark's 
which is so funny. I love how they put this like weird bizarro spin on like the D even with the DC universe with Batman and with Superman. They put this weird spin and and they have this spin where it's uh, this like backward situation where she's going to this couple, the Clarks, who can't have a baby, Clark Kent, you know, um, the Clarks farm. And then there's this space shuttle that comes flying in after she swindles them out of their property, which, I mean, she gave them a baby that's their baby. That's not, that's a good fair trade, you know? Like, if that's what you want in life the most, fuck this farm. I want that, you know? So, um, so that's. Didn't she up the ante, though? She's like, in five minutes, the baby will be incinerated or something like <laughs> oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, she's like, she's like oh, I guess I'll have to destroy this. Uh, this yeah, she didn't like destroy or incinerate <laughs> or like something that you don't like associate babies with. <laughs> she's going to throw this fucking thing in the incinerator. <laughs> Let the fire sort this shit out, because I'm not gonna raise those fucking. There things. was another th- part where they did that in this uh in this uh one uh fucking um series or season. Um, remember with Looking Glasses, uh, girlfriend's a vet. Yes, and she works at the place that calls yes. dogs. Be and honest, does this dog look like this dog? And like, Looking Glass yeah. just says this dog's a little bit bigger, and then she just throws it yeah, in the callously throws them in the fucking thing. Oh man, I really hope that cloning does not become a thing and people do not start doing that because it'll be What will happen to their soul? (laughs) (laughs) What happened to that clone's incinerated soul? No, only only things that come out of a vagina have a soul. I get it. You're right. You're right. The soul is imbued to you through the vagina. Yeah. Well (laughs) the 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 female is the Oh, it has to be a penis and a vagina. It can't be two vaginas. Don't try and get tricky with okay, me. Okay, okay, you're right, you're right. It's fucking, I'm I mean, just the, kidding, that's woman, not how I por- feel. <laughs> the, the women's body is a portal to the to the other universe, to the other plane of existence, not universe. I guess it for, could be for some people. For, for some people uh, it is. Yeah. I mean it's a weird it's a weird concept of things that out of just you know these little chemicals something can sprout i mean it's just weird it's i just don't want i just don't want to live in a world where we're like cloning dogs and, and then saying this one's not good enough it's just not cute there's so many stray dogs we don't need to get that but god <laughs> go adopt this year guys that's what this whole podcast is about <laughs> go adopt. Get, find a stray you know pick them up off the ground <laughs> get them off the ground it's all good so then, uh, which uh, kind of, oh, this, we went through this one whole thing really quick. That's good. Um, so Lori's, so so then we're at, uh, so we're so he gets back into town. They they don't they don't cut to that yet where they thaw him out, right? It's they no. Cut, they, first they cut to um, they Angela cut to, Angela storming in with her guns. That's right. She's they, going to she, the the hideout or whatever. And Looking Glass has already popped up. He's right. in like one of the one of the um, Warshak 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 matches, and he's posing as Seventh Cavalry and. Uh, um, which I just also want to get in the record. Rorschach was not racist. Right. What, what is that up with? I don't know. That was a, that's a good question. Why did they choose the Rorschach um, mask as the representation of the Seventh Cavalry? Which I kind of they kind of went over because they were saying you know they had to wear masks. Senator Keene was talking in his fucking racist speech. Yeah, he's like we had to first we had to trick all the black people, so we made them put on these masks. Right, and then we got them all riled up, <laughs> and then they didn't know which way to go and get them. And then we took their blue man, and now Yee-haw! I'm gonna be their blue man. <laughs> 
That was basically his speech verbatim. Right, right. Word for word right there. Uh, you got it here first, folks. But but he was saying things like, you know, we paid them and then we, uh, you know, talking about reparations because in oh, this world, yeah, yeah, reparations, they, they do reparations. A, reparations were a thing. Um, oh, what was some of the other things? Some of the other fun things that he was saying. Um, I don't remember. It, anyways, it, 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 was, it was a great, like I was saying, it was a great way that they actually show this character arc sort of like finally this is what he's been working for playing the long game and but everybody's got guns everybody's got guns and angela pops in with one like i think she's got an assault rifle right. that she killed that she killed the one dude and took her assault rifle and she just like instead of like just like being like behind a corner and firing right, popping a couple she just like walks straight up and you're like hey all you white supremacist dudes, not allowed to do. Everyone get your hands on the fucking ground right now. Well, she thought she was going to persuade him to give it up because she had she knew what Lady True was doing. She thought that they would be smart, though, but I think that that would have been pretty obvious just by like their company that they were not very smart, right? Like, that should be a dead giveaway. They're not going to listen to reason here. Right, right. Yeah, because they're already an irrational group that But Lady True had already gotten the, you know, the, the beat on them. They, she had been right, using well, them for... But, but so it was them who did... So in this speech, we also find out how they sort of figured out that Cal was Dr. Manhattan because when the White Knight, which is when um, the Seven Cavalry went and murdered a bunch of cops and in the, in the night, <clears throat> murdered them and their families. Um, when they were being, when Angela's house was attacked, she was about to get shot in the face, and then all of a sudden. When they show it on the show, she just wakes up and she's where, where the fuck was she? Was she just at home? She well, he, just, he teleported that dude who was right. going to shoot her, and he teleported her. Oh, to somewhere else, right? I think just uh, into like another room inside that house. Well, they te- so he teleports the guy who's going to shoot Angela to yeah. Gila Flats, which is uh, where Doctor Manhattan did the experiment that turned him into Doctor Manhattan. It's where John Osterman becomes Dr. Manhattan in Gila Flats, and someone puts it together, uh, and and it was like, oh, shit, okay, cool. Then we know that he must be in Tulsa, and he lives in this household, and it's probably this guy. So Judd, the police chief, who is also undercover 7th Cavalry, takes a, decides, you know, they decide that he's going to go in and befriend them, get close to them so they can uh, eventually get to this thing, get to this point. Uh, one, another fun thing was, is that Senator Keene's dad, um, whatever, Keene Sr., Joe Keene Sr., or whatever, he in the comics is the one of the guys who gets, uh, who outlaws masked vigilantes. Oh, he's one of the guys yeah. who puts so he, on the, the guy the, in the, the wheelchair no mask movement or whatever yes. it is. Yeah. So the guy in the wheelchair who is his dad is. Oh, dead. that's the guy in the wheelchair. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he's he's a. Uh, I liked when they like uh, when Lady True zaps him. The only oh, thing yeah, that's, that's left amazing. is the, well, the wheelchair left. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> That was, that was so high. good. Was, the wheelchair was there, but he and it was it moved forward. It was like it rocking. Was like, yeah, <laughs> that was so. No, good. it was good. It was great because you know immediately after that, um, they Joe Keen. I think that's his name, Joe. He, he he's uh, in his fucking underwear or whatever, and he goes into the. He thinks that. And by the way, the the payoff for the lithium batteries 
which we see in like episode two or something, there was this big bag of lithium batteries from old watches, which in their world, that's an archaic form of technology. Because everything runs on nuclear. I did like how they, they did that with all the electric cars yeah. and they making the electric noises. I don't like that they had like this fake electric noise. <laughs> Just make the car silent and they comply. <laughs> but whatever. It, I understand. Maybe it's a good thing. Maybe people won't like, think electric cars aren't that stupid. <laughs> See, if you put them in more TV shows. Yeah, put them in TV shows, give them sound effects. Well, like I remember Prius, at one point, there was a company that was trying to make like an audible like revving engine so people could hear it coming for safety, which is so weird. I, I, that just popped. I don't in my know. Head. I've heard about like that, like m- like uh, loud pipes save lives on motorcycles. As long as I've been riding, I know lots of people have been hit on motorcycles with really loud pipes. I mean, it doesn't like matter. It's like, it's, if you're walking in the traffic. Well, you're I mean, if you think about it, the exhaust is going opposite direction from mm. you. So the sound's being launched. Yeah, you use you, you. You're a musician. You understand. <laughs> I get sound. I get how sound travels. <laughs> um, so what is that? Yeah, so I mean the whole. So Angela shows up though, and it tries to convince him that that lady True is 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 playing him. Yeah, and and she is, and and she sort of figured out that they figured out where Doctor Manhattan is, and then because remember when she was saying to Adrian in two thousand eight was like in five years, seventy two days, and thirty two seconds. That's how Adrian knew on Europa that this was about to happen. Yep. So that's why he had everything set up before she before that probe got there, and it ended up working, but. At that time, she didn't know that where Dr. Manhattan... She thought Dr. Manhattan was, I think, not on Mars, but on Europa. She knew that Dr. Manhattan was on Europa making, doing whatever. Yeah, she already knew he was but trying to make a utopia. But she didn't know that he was here. You know, she didn't know until, I think, the 7th Cavalry found out. And that's when she decided, well, I'm just going to bring my machine to Dr. Manhattan... And, you know, that'll be the easiest way. Well, to she said that in the end, if, if she had tried to go on after him, Dr. Manhattan would have stopped, stopped her. Which, that's why I brought up the lithium batteries. Yeah. Because those lithium batteries, for whatever reason, lithium can hold Dr. Manhattan. And he and that was the reason why he couldn't see that part in the timeline. It was because he was being captive in this lithium box that blocks his abilities. And um, I'm sure my dad would have some chemistry knowledge on why like, that, that that, this represents something that else. Like, yeah, I know. Like, you know, like I wish I would have. I wish I would have fucking asked you because I wrote the message out and I was like, no, oh, I don't want to bother I, I, Jim. I it would have been fun next time. Yeah, next time we know if Jim's into a show that we're at, dude, Jim needs to be here because Jim just brings a whole fucking different it's fun, dynamic. It's fun watching stuff like that with him, like Breaking Bad. He's like, this is how I made meth in the, in the, in the <laughs> 60s. I'm like, oh, oh, really? Tell me more about that. He's like, well, it was for a science experiment at Carnegie Hall. I was like, oh, I'm sure you made a lot of meth. He did. <laughs> I believe him. I believe Carnegie Mellon in the, in the physics department. Just like, you know, we need to learn how to make some pure shit. Just maybe. being bored and being like, I wonder if we can do this. I bet we can. We're a bunch of really smart, nerdy guys. <laughs> anyway, so Joe Keen thinks he's going to go do this thing. He's stealing the technology from Lady True. They're, the seven calorie has been buying, is stealing these battery packs only because Lady True has been letting him. They kick on the machine. He's in the little booth. He thinks he's turned into Dr. Manhattan. They kick on the machine. But it wasn't the machine they but thought. It wasn't the machine. What was it? It was a teleporter. Oh, pew, 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 pew. They get teleported to the town square in Tulsa where the um, where that uh, originally... Isn't that where uh, the... That's where the, the Memorial Center was? is. Yeah, for their, their oh, the Tulsa, Oklahoma... Uh, 
uh, which is the largest attack on U.S. soil that they don't talk about ever. Which is by. a true story. It's an absolutely true story. Which is actually true. And I the think police department had aircrafts that were bombing people and just. I didn't know they were aircraft. Yeah, they had bombs. they had Jesus planes. Christ, they, they had planes. They were shot, and this isn't like 1930s. They're throwing bombs. So they're out just of throwing plane. bombs off the top, just like you know, you. like somebody somebody has yeah. like a plane. They're just doing this yeah, because they're some just like, like crop duster. Exactly, throwing bombs. No, dude, it was really bad. It was really crazy. Yeah, I knew that was a real thing. It's still not nationally recognized by a lot of uh, you know. There's no federal well, I monument. Didn't know about it. There's no federal monument to it. There That's should nuts. be something in Washington. That's fucking crazy, dude. Isn't that fucked up? Well, you know, it's uh, we're in America, and we have a we have a weird history, and uh, you know, we we have to t- you know, like my son came home the other day, and my wife was talking about how uh, the pilgrims and and the people came here because it was Thanksgiving recently, and he was telling us how the pilgrims were working with the Indians. I don't and like that narrative. Out, I don't like that narrative. Which 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 there it's are fine at, it's fine at Bishop's age, so, but not to us. I understand. So we we be. we immediately was like no 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 because my my wife was like oh yeah they were giving them diseases they were killing them they were doing she's like what my teacher said that they were working together and they had a big feast which I think at one point there was something like that but things like degenerated quickly. The real once. story was more like a bunch of white people were starving to death and some Indians took uh, some Native Americans because Indians live in India some Native Americans took pity on these people and were just like actually we shouldn't let them starve because we're good people. Because they're and people then, too. And then they gave them smallpox blankets after that <laughs> and took their fucking land. Did you hear what like uh, the... Uh, um, there's a great. Uh, all these Native Americans wanted uh, Rikers Island. Oh, because nobody's on it anymore. Oh, I didn't know. That. Right? Uh, or not Rikers? That's in New York. Uh, what's the one in Alcatraz? Alcatraz. Oh, and they want. Alcatraz. They want Alcatraz because there's nobody on it. So, and there's like some provision that allows like people to like take it over if or in Native Americans to t- take unoccupied federal government land, right? Whoa. So they're trying to take it, and their offer was like $23 and some beads. I thought that was fucking awesome. That was a real thing. <laughs> that was a real thing. Like, wow. we'll pay you $23 and some beads, beads, you motherfuckers. This is our official offer. <laughs> Let it be noted in the history books that this is what was offered. Suck a dick, federal government. <laughs> I love that. I do, too. Um, another thing that I loved about the show was that there was this little... Wait, we did. We, we, we no, got, no, no. We, okay, we're we're here. We're still here because in the t- in the square is where they have those phone booths to talk to Doctor Manhattan. Oh. Well, those are trues, and uh, supposedly, or at least maybe this is something I'm assuming, or maybe I saw this, but that's how she initially started her fortune was having these booths that talked, sent messages to Dr. Manhattan, which we find out that none of them do. They, they're they just going to Lady True. And, but um, when she shows up in 2008 to Ozymandias's Fortress of Solitude, he was like, what do you think? I have a direct line to Dr. Manhattan. So speculation says that Ozymandias implanted the idea of those booths. And 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 that was you know oh, okay. how she got her money. But those booths are in the town square where they were just transported uh, after Joaquin thinks he's about to turn into Doctor Manhattan, and you know everybody's all fucked up from the transfer or the trans. 
Oh, the the, tra- the teleport teleportation. So everybody's all fucked up. Their brain is all swimming around. The one the one dude just takes off his Rorschach mask and just like throws That's, up. That was a uh, Looking Glass. Oh, that was Looking Glass. Yeah, Looking Glass because he's real sensitive to <laughs> well, it. Remember, he does it yeah, again too when he's transported to Europa. He's real sensitive boy. <laughs> he's a sensitive boy. He wears <laughs> that fucking mylar or whatever around his head all the time. Um. So they. Oh, what the fuck? So what happens? What happened? Uh, so oh so th- they uh, they teleport in, and the first thing I notice is that Lady True has her uh, guys set up with these giant magnets. Yes. They suck all the yes. guns from everybody. Exactly. What a great weapon that is. Right. That, if that was real, that would be like, yeah, that's what you need. Those are perfect, right? Right. Take those into crowds from now on. Please get those places. I'd love oh, those, man. You know what we, we just graced over without even saying anything? We just said, oh, they were lasered to death. Lady oh, True yeah. has that Lady speech. Lady that True has a speech, and that one bitch is like, I'm racist as fuck. I don't want to listen to you talk. <laughs> All right. I get it. I get We're it. Gonna I, die. I'm going to die. Right. I don't give a shit. And right. then she crows her eyes and like is about to cry and cry herself because she's like, I, well, I thought if I yelled real bad, she would just let us leave. That's like the epitome of like, I want to speak to your manager, and then the manager comes out and is like, fuck you, get out of my restaurant. <laughs> well... It was great because, you know, we find out that William Rees had traded Dr. Manhattan for that moment. and But then there's even a more bigger twist at the end, which we'll get to, um, where, uh, well... Because uh, he didn't like him. He Honestly, honestly... Well, yeah, did, wasn't that... He had an issue with him, right? Well, because, he just... I mean, he said it right in the end, you know, for a man who can do anything, he didn't do enough. And right. that's... You know, I gotta say to the the masked hood, the hoodman, uh, the hooded mask. Uh, what's his name again? Uh, hooded justice. Hooded justice. I gotta say to hooded justice, that's spot on. If you that's have rude. that much power, like great power, great responsibility, right there. But like, I think that again, he went to Vietnam. He did something he shouldn't have for Nixon, and he felt remorse, and then decided to never do anything again. Yeah, which was a terrible, terrible use right. of Doctor Manhattan. Right, and, and and he even went so far as to give himself amnesia so he couldn't remember who he even was. And that's what I was kind of talking to where it kind of speaks to the character of, of, of John Osterman as this super being who this like very science-oriented, boring human being who doesn't have much of an imagination. You know, like, like his imagi- some imagination. He was a white dude. Uh, a white scientist dude, and then as soon as he got superpowers, he turned himself into whatever dude with the biggest dick possible. <laughs> that was his imagination. Like, I don't give a shit what I like because he was even told her like, I don't care what I look like. Well, my looks don't matter to you. But you know, at that point, already he was already swinging mad like a basket of <laughs> tennis balls, right? You already know that was like the first thing he did. All right, wait, I can do anything. Make my dick fucking huge, and then he was then he was good. Hey. Hey, you know, I mean, I think that would fix a lot of men's problems. He's in like, this I country, have no more imagination after this. <laughs> Who needs imagination when you can fucking lay dick like a fucking like a god? Um, but but like his a lack of imagination kind of even they kind of show that when when he goes to create his own life on Europa. He just ends up creating these two people who sort of told him to create something special. And he just sort of was like, this is the best I can do is just people that I know from my past. Because they also explain how John Osterman was a, a, a Jew during the Nazi regime who escaped to London to this company, to these, this couple who he sees having sex with um, in the closet that he was hidden in, and uh, they sort of tell him that what they were doing was beautiful. They were creating life, and that was like the purpose of life or whatever, is to create life. 
And so he went and, and his fucking unimaginative ass was just like, well, I guess I'll just make a bunch of those people who told me that. So that's me making life. Well, because he thought they were so nice and pure and he thought that those people, because I mean, they obviously were, they were rich people that were um, not persecuted by the Nazis who were in a, somewhere in Austria that were helping, mm. helping him out. London. I mean, like, you know, well, it was, it was, in was it, where, where was it? It was the UK. It was the UK. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, you're right. You're right. They were obviously big-hearted people who already was trying to help. And but, anyways, just uh, just sort of going back and speaking. I kind of think it's a dick movie. Stole that castle though from Earth. He's just like, <laughs> Wait, did he steal or did he'll... he recreate? It? No, he said he put that was the one place he he felt safe, so he teleported <laughs> it there. <laughs> he's just like, like someone's castle. <laughs> he's like. That was somebody's home. You know? <laughs> yes, someone's fucking some rich guy's castle. Like, where the fuck's my castle? Whatever. To Dr. Manhattan's point, he's like, that dude, that rich asshole could buy another yeah, castle. He's good. <laughs> if you can buy one castle, you can buy another castle. Okay? <laughs> You're good. You're good, baby. You're good. Don't worry about it. Don't, don't cry. Uh, let's see. So, yeah. So, I, I did want to sw- swing back to that. To the Lady True's little speech. And then, and then that awesome moment where she was like, oh, you're going to kill us, right? He's like, Oh yes! Oh yeah! <laughs> You're gonna die. She fucking laser their laser points their bitch asses to death. It's pretty good. But uh, now we're back to uh, town square in Tulsa, and um, Lady True, you know she Ozymandias is following Lady True. I'm getting some timelines mixed up now. Were did they make their appearance after they transported to the town square? Uh, Ozzy and and Lady True, they made their appearance. Yeah, to they the they they were there yeah, that's before, right. They were transported, and then they Lady True transports them all right to the town square. To the town square, and then and then as they're walking to the square, that's when Ozymandias has that conversation with the news guy. Yeah, he gets all mad because he was like he walked into the jungle and never came back, which is kind of true. Because he was, she was in that oh, no, that's jungle. Before, that's before. That's right when they're walking into like that. Right, right? they're, they're walking. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. So the- they're like walking into. That's way before like the. They're just getting set up at that point because they oh. set up in the. They set up in the uh, um, Tulsa, Oklahoma uh, town hall way before everybody gets there, and then um. they transport because those batteries that she that she held them. That's that's the the transport. That was the teleporter. Mm. So as soon as they flip that on. That teleported all those people there to them, right? And then she just like so, uh, so Alexander fights there, or, or Adrian fights there, right. and everybody's just like hanging out already, right? Uh, and just waiting for him to show up, right? right. And then he—that's why he says to uh, Lori, he says, "Wow, you're this is a nice treat running into you yeah. here." And she's like, "Am I dead?" Yeah. She's like, "Nope, not yet, but the night's young." Yeah, you know, the night is young. <laughs> Well, it was funny when he was talking to that news guy was like or that newsstand guy who was just like um when he was like, Yeah, they think he walked into the jungle and never came back. Oh, he's he so was like, mad. That's that's absurd. But it actually it was kinda true because he was in, in Lady True's <coughs> little jungle terrarium, you know, the Vietnam jungle terrarium. So he did kinda get lost in the jungle, but that's that's region. That's a stretch. That's a stretch. Uh, <laughs> but um uh, yeah, I, I interrupted us just uh, to say a stretch. That, that's useful. But uh, so, he, so she's there. She is just she just uh, um, lasered everybody up, and uh, John sees some blood of of Senator oh, yeah. Keen. So they they open up the chamber where Senator Keen was. Oh, yeah, she Wasn't does there that some first. pounding? Didn't it sound like there was pounding? No, in there? there's no pounding. It got vaporized. Like, right. 
Like so that. when they open up that booth, it's just all blood, guts, <laughs> like just juice, primordial goo, just human juice, human juices. Just she and she was just like, "Oh, you got to do something, or else it'll make you." Blow and she up. made fun of him so hard for a little bit. It was really good. Yeah. It was really good. Um, and it's then, pretty satisfying moment. Pretty satisfying moment <laughs> for that see? dude to get his just desserts right. Yeah, that was good. Uh, but that that juice that from right. Senator King. Flows into uh, into Doctor Manhattan's cage box, yeah. yeah, and he it's like a bridge that he can make from out to in, right? Mm. So he uses his one last like amazing you know gift yeah. to teleport uh, him uh, or teleport uh, Alexander uh, uh, Adrian, Adrian Veidt and um, Looking Glass and, and Lori Blake, Lori and uh, also doesn't he teleport the kids? And um, well, the kids weren't there. No, the kids are there in the end of the hood. They're of Justice. In, yeah, but they're in the thing. They got teleported. Did they? Yeah. How? When did they show that? They don't show it, but they said they just arrived there safely. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were. That's right. You're. And then he right. put them to sleep. They were a little was, disoriented after the teleport. Right. And then he put them so to sleep. Because he's a good grandpa. <laughs> When I when they walked in, I thought they were all dead or slain. I thought it was a bunch of people dead. And I was like, "What the fuck did she?" Oh, want now this grandpa's a murderer. Yeah, yeah. grandpa yeah. murders. No, he's great, a good grandpa. He was staying there, and honestly, he was probably could stop anybody that came after him. I mean, well, he has that fancy little flashlight, that mesmerizer. <laughs> is that what it is? Is a mesmerizer? Yeah, remember he had a thing, and yeah, that's okay. how he got Judd to hang himself. He didn't do anything. He was just an old man in his fucking chair. That's dope. Well, that's why I thought. What, I need one of those. I, I thought tickets. because Lady True gave all these TVs to people in PDPedia. I remember you saying that. Yeah. So in PDPedia, it says that Lady True came into town, and because of all the construction and all the noise she was making, and all the trouble she was bringing, you know, with with construction, that she was going to give everybody a, 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 a flat screen TV. And so I thought that she was going to pair up with William Reeves, the Hood Justice, and use the mesmerizer technology to. Do something with it. That didn't turn out what that Millennium Clock thing was, or whatever that fucking clock was. It ended up. No, being- the Millennium Clock turned out what be what I thought it was, which was a weapon to destroy Doctor Manhattan. Doctor Manhattan. And become Doctor Manhattan. And I remember when you said that, and I wasn't completely convinced because I wasn't sure if Lady True was a bad guy or not. Because we're going back to that blurred lines thing, where it's like some of these people, you know, they have these intentions, but like. They say one thing, their intentions are one thing, or, or they don't even know that about themselves. And then oh, they, I mean, this thing's full of those. You don't really find out Senator Keene's a real bad dude, and then he just gets eviler and evil until the end where you're just, like, rooting <laughs> straight for Straight up redneck, just, just straight fucking rallying the terrible, right? <laughs> he was a real fun character. He was, he was real, actually. Real fun. I love, I love characters you love to hate. You right. Know? There's so much it's good. Perfect. And he had that shitty, shit-eating grin, you know, oh. where it just he could just... You know, politicians, which is just what politicians do. They have those fake smiles. Joe Biden reminds me of that oh, right now. Joe God. Biden's the one that's on me right now. Like, Jesus. he's just like, after he wanted to do push-up contests, I really wanted to challenge him to, like, any like any contest I could challenge you to, Joe. If you're, if you're listening to this, let's go. <laughs> Zach Hunter will challenge you to a push-up contest anything, right now. Anything. What, who do you challenge a push-up? To? Some old dude who's like, yo, if, if Trump gets uh, ousted, uh, shouldn't you not be able to run because you pretty much did the same thing over there and it's like yeah and he's like no you're not right i'm gonna tell you why you're right. i don't know it just and doesn't I, matter. Uh, I can do more push-ups than down it was at the iowa caucus <laughs> it was at the iowa caucus they yelled about that jesus it'll, it'll be good this is this is this is just a tv show it's not a 
country or anything. No, yeah. The, what's happening now in, in the real world? Is Robert Redford, weird. if you're listening, I mean, maybe you want to take a crack at well, it. Well, this is what I was saying. Like, I was just like, fuck, dude. Because before I knew there wasn't, well, there's not supposed to be a second season. I was like, it would be so cool if they could bring Robert Redford onto the show as the president. Because there's so many unanswered questions. But we'll get there. We'll get there. So, so. Uh, Dr. Manhattan transports uh, Lori Looking Glass and fucking Ozymandias to uh, uh, Antarctica. Co- yeah, to his Fortress of Solitude. And uh, wait a second, there's something else that happens in, in the Tulsa city. In the city. Oh, yeah. So Angela is confused by the whole thing because it's like, why did you transport them and not me? Are, are we missing something? No, that's what happens. They transport him, and then it, basically uh, Lady True gets upset that she transported it. She teleported him, and she says, where did you take him? Because she's honestly, A, still afraid of Adrian fight, and B, she wants to keep him as a pet. So she's super pissed off that he's not there. And like you said, she right. wanted an audience right there. Right. So she even says the point, I don't need an effing audience, right? right? That's right. That's uh, I'm, I'm so above this, right? right. Or whatever. But she's not. She's a little girl. She's but crying. Yeah, did, you see, did you see that pouty face? She was a little pouty. Pouty face. She's like, mm, when she's pushing the buttons at Beyonce. Mm. <laughs> Fine. I guess I'll just become like the most powerful entity ever to exist. By myself with no yeah. witnesses. That's a very it's a very stable god right there. Well, yeah, that that narcissism that that <laughs> need And he says takes one to no one in Latin. I don't know how to say that, but I remember learning that well, a he, long time ago. It was very classy. Anyone knows Latin is just uh trying a little too hard, but whatever. <laughs> well, the also when when that thing is powering up to go take Manhattan, he uh, Adrian Veidt starts quoting stuff, and what he's quoting actually is from the. I wrote it down. I'm gonna find this. Um, hold on, hold on. Oh, I think it's back here. Because I made a bunch of side notes too. So I made notes, and then I made side notes, which is ridiculous. So, <clears throat> um. So Ramsey's the second was his password. Um, let's see. But what he was saying was um, so Ozymandias is Greek. Oh, this goes back to his name. That's not what it was. But this it's something. Well, anyways, Ozymandias is Greek for the name for the Egyptian king Ramses the third. Okay. So so Ozymandias is so Ramses the third or the second is is actually okay. Means but what did he say during but, the? Uh... But he was what he was quoting was um, he was quantum centrifuge. That's right. That's what that's what the Millennium Clock was. Uh, it was Merneptus Merneptus. Um, it was a quote from the Merneptus. Oh, stele? I don't know if that's how you say it, but it's an ancient, it's the oldest ancient, it's the oldest written reference to, of Israel. Uh, the, the Rosetta Stone. Is, well, I thought that was like what translates stuff. That no, was the, like the key to translating. Yeah, that's what's on. That's what the Rosetta Stone. And that's what's on it. So Merneptus? Yeah, so it's a list of everything that these guys hated and Israel's right. on it. <laughs> that's literally that's right. Literally, well, <laughs> it was the conquest of the areas east of Egypt. That's what it was talking about. That's yeah. what's in it. And yeah, so, they list out all their enemies, and that's how we translated Egypt. And because we already knew Hebrew, we could translate Egypt. We could translate uh, 
uh, ancient Egyptian. This is not in modern day Arabic, but uh, we could translate a lot of other things. Like Aramaic was a language that people mm. used to use. Ancient Greek thing. There's Phoenician, which is, I think, Persian? I don't know. I thought Phoenician, isn't that from the... V- Where is it from? The the place the island that's sinking Venice. Oh maybe maybe they were powerful at one time. All these people are powerful at one time. Yeah, there was there they all had their time in the sun. Now it's America's time, and now we're in the we're the setting <laughs> of the sun. We're just like what the like we just keep on just eating shit right so anyways, now. Anyways, like he says that, and he, she calls her. He says that's a sociopath. Uh, uh, it takes one to know one. Right. Or well, he said narcissist. Say, a narcissist. She, she that's like, what he says. Because he saw it in her, and, and, you know, if you're going through this much trouble to get your parents to see you do that, like, there, there's something to that, too. I'm, I know I'm focusing on that, but, like, to me, there's something that speaks volumes about wanting, you know, going through that much trouble just to show your parents that you're worthy or something. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. It, it just, it's just something that sticks out there. My brother has a medical degree and doesn't practice medicine. So, yeah, I think, I think I know a little bit about that. Which one is that? Aaron. Aaron has a medical degree? Yeah, some, some. I think he was an anesthesiologist or something. But he does computers? Yeah, I mean, he makes he works for Capital One. So he does way better. Yeah, doing that. It, it doesn't matter. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I, I thought, well, okay. Uh, Whatever <laughs> I, he, he makes a lot of money. Yeah, it doesn't he's matter. He's like I, he's very happy just making all his money <laughs> at Capital One. I don't even think so. Like they live in DC. It's about to be very in, expensive. Very expensive. I'm about to be in DC next Saturday. Sunday. Really? Yeah. Give him a call. I'm not gonna hang out with Aaron. Give him a call. You'll have you'll have a great time. <laughs> I'm not calling Aaron. <laughs> He'll take you out. Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe I will. We're 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 just gonna go and take Bishop to the Smithsonian. Did you call and get tickets in advance? Do you have to? Yes. The last time I went, I just walked you in. You do have to do that now. Oh. When did you went like ten years ago? Yeah, a long time. ago. Yeah, yeah, it's different now. Okay. Well, thank you for that tip. Because they got gonna... an app. Apps. Everything's an app. Have you been there? Have you been there lately? Yeah, I went there without the tickets and uh, was very disappointed when I. You couldn't go in. No, because it's like the, you know they've they. They can it, only have a limit. Especially during the holidays. Like, there's yeah. only so many people that can go in there per the fire code and everything. And then they set up the, you know, it's like anything else. It's the most popular attraction in America, supposedly. Is it really? That's what they say. Fun. <laughs> so, okay. So, we're back. We're back. Uh, where did they go from there? So, and, so Lady He's, True. He called, yeah, Lady True is, is taking. Uh, she's is, taking her pouty win. And uh, he, it, he and she starts killing him with the Millennium. And Adrian Veidt says something really funny. He says, "Call me a a one trick pony or what do you say? Oh, uh, oh yeah, a rerun. A rerun. Oh, yeah. call me a, a rerun. rerun. Yeah, he says I'll there. show you a rerun. Yeah. And then he says he tells the Looking Glass turn that degree to exactly twenty two <laughs> degrees. Exactly twenty. Which I don't know if that would really work. Cold's fucking cold, right? right? right. I mean, what are you? What, cold's cold. Right? It seems like twenty two degrees would take longer to freeze those because they kind of have to. It's almost like they have to pass through the cold to be cold. I don't know. Put it down to like how cold does that thing. I would go? just be yeah, like crank negative it, because you want to make down. sure it's real. Real cold. Crank it down. Yeah, just right. turn it down. Just turn it fucking down. Which I also like they call him a hayseed, which, yeah, he, which Looking Glass is very, like, and he's a really smart guy. But but so it starts, like, raining down yeah. on all these fro- frozen squids, right? Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. We missed, though, why Angela was left behind. Oh, yeah. So Angela's left behind because Dr. Manhattan doesn't want to die, die alone. alone. He loves her. Because that's her. That's like he does that do something. Sense. He does do something that's very sweet. He says... 
I'm imagining our not imagining. I'm experiencing our entire relationship right now, All which is like, man, any nerd girl would get pretty wet if you could say yeah. that, right? If Dude, yeah, no, that, that it was a cool scene. You know, like I, I, I really liked how they were giving him just a bit of humanity, and because especially because of how big of a deal they made it of it in the comics, of how he felt like he was losing his man humanity until he finally sort of does and just is, is indifferent. Well, he had to give away his uh, his godliness to right. take back some of his humanity, which makes sense because yeah. you can't have both. Right. That's the whole trade-off, being a god. Yeah, you can't, you can't, pretty lonely. <laughs> pretty lonely on the top, baby. Pretty lonely. Um, so, yeah, so now we're back on Europa. and uh, uh, No, we're not back on Europa. We're back in Antarctica, and he's at Oh, his, yeah, like, you're right, you're right. He's at his, like, squid lair where his automated machine is. <laughs> And he says the rewrite says shows he's about to show her, and it's just raining, and she's like standing, straight out, arms out, right? Yeah, like Remember almost that? like a Christ figure. Yeah, and they got even that got that Christ in the back. Yes, ro- yes, wall, right. The, the Christ is so the Christ a, figure is in the back. There's the actual crucifix hanging in the back. She's about to be Jesus, <laughs> right? And uh, the, she just gets this squid right through her hand. Just right through it. And she doesn't say anything or react at all. No, she's just looking at her hand like, what the In disbelief or something? But that would hurt, man. And, like, she doesn't even attempt to, like, move. She sees her... She's looking up. Dr. Manhattan at this point is is pretty much dead, right? Like, Oh, he's gone. He's dead. And even even Vite says something the best thing. Oh, my God, it's the best. Because I think Laurie's like, do you think we can still save him? Yeah. And he's like, like, Laurie, I'm like, that that dude's dead, Oh, yeah, he's he's dead dead by now, but... we could do that, you know. Like we can just, save us, and that's like the, the real. That's that's in essence. That's the whole thing about Watchmen, because like, um, it, the original one was so much about uh, all the bad things they. The movie was so much about all the bad things they did in order to preserve the peace, and Warshak can't like live with himself because they've done so much bad shit, and he just sees everything as black and white, good or bad. Right. So at the end, he asked Dr. Manhattan, he's like, if that's how it is and we can't tell everybody the truth of what we really did to save the earth and it has to be a mystery forever, I don't want to live. And Dr. Manhattan's just like, you don't want to live? Bye. Easy, all right? Goodbye. <laughs> Bye, Warshak. So he's gone, and, uh, you know, that's just in essence what Watchmen is really about, you know, these difficult decisions to make to, to save, uh, you know, to save the masses versus uh, the 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 um what do I want to say you trying to say break a few eggs to make an omelet no I'm not, not I don't want to say it like that it's like more like you know you can't look at like a a, a little even if you have a, a small part of the population that you love there you can't look at them as you know the, they're not worth more than the, so some of the right. whole right and that's, right right that's really what, a person is a person whether whether you know even if you know them or not right, right? right. so even if you, there's ten guys you know over there and there's eleven hundred you have to save the eleven hundred and that was the whole idea behind killing everybody right. in New York and the East Coast yeah is the did you did the save from the in, impending nuclear war that was building from the cold war is um in the comics so that was the whole reason for the squid so now the squid the frozen squids are coming down uh lady true's just standing there with a hole in her hand and there's and she sees her like machine or the cent- the quantum centrifuge getting pelted also 
Uh, Lori calls one of the booths, which is interesting. She calls one of the booths the warm. Yeah, I didn't them. know those bo- booths had like a two way. Yeah, I didn't know it. Like, does anyone ever get like a call from Doctor Manhattan? He's like, "Hey, how's yeah. it going?" Yeah, I heard about that thing you said last week, and I respect that. Why would Doctor Manhattan use a phone to call you back? Like, couldn't he just like implant like the memory in your brain? I don't know, man. I don't know. That was the. That was the. There's a. Little, I, I love how it was just a scam just to make money. I wish there yeah, was something. Is there good. like a way we can bring back pay phones? And here you can talk to Donald Trump if you. Do. <laughs> I swear it goes straight to Donald <laughs> Trump. I'm gonna put him I'm gonna put him all in the south. All right. Yeah, he's so I'm sure what happened to me today, Donald. Big red payphones. I'm sure I can get a bunch on cheap, right? I got passed over for a promotion because one of them Mexicans <laughs> came up a different bird. You just uh, gotta have like buzzwords like billions and billions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever will get his attention. Um so, so the uh, where the fuck are we? Uh, we're, we're, he's, he, the, it's it's raining down on the centrifuge. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The she, centrifuge breaks. Lori Blake just calls uh, Angela, and she's like, "You gotta get the fuck out yeah, of there." Yeah, yeah. And she's like, then. "Where's it coming from?" And then she's like, "It's coming from the sky." Which <laughs> yeah, is- it's coming from all over, bitch. Go. <laughs> Very scary. So then there, she just like waits there for a little bit with the, the booth with the grandma with beyond daughter, yeah with beyond the grandma yeah. daughter. No, it's it's the daughter mom. Daughter mom with daughter mom, <laughs> and they're just like it's kind of like you know that when you're looking outside and uh, it's raining and you got to get to your car. It's hailing. <laughs> yeah, that's how they were wearing. It was like. Are you going to go for it? No, not me. Yeah. It was very weird body language for such a tense moment, especially right. when like somebody had just like taken the life of your husband and right. you're just going to be cool with the daughter, mom of the child. <laughs> I don't know. It was weird. It was weird. She ends up finding some plastic cover and she, she runs through it and she's blocking it with the cover of her head, like, you know, blocking the squids. While the daughter mom gets put into a police car, I guess, afterwards. No, the daughter mom. Um, uh, she, she stays in the booth. She, she stays, stays in the booth. booth. But there's this scene where it shows her in the back of a police car. Yeah, and they, it makes her look like she's like sad and doesn't know what's going on, which I don't know if that's true or if that's something that she's putting on. Because she's smart. She's Lady True's mom. So she has all those memories. She has all this information. I mean, it just seems like she's playing innocent. But, I mean, if you just saw your daughter mom you know like if you just saw your daughter or your your mom or your daughter mom yeah because it's the same in reverse right if no you, i don't think that's from genetic material or her genetic material she cloned her her mom right so it's just like that's not that's still oh her mom. that's not from technically her. it's not even her daughter right, right? she's just telling but other people the daughter because it like makes sense right? Right. right but that's just a clone you know clone so I don't know what's up with that, but anyways, late. Uh, also, I noticed at the end when she puts in the uh, red scare, red scare doesn't have his mask on. A lot of the cops don't have their mask on at the end of that. Oh, I didn't, re- I didn't see that. A lot of the cops don't that. have their mask, and that that does does that foreshadow well, something. Well, that well that says talks to the end of when um, when Angela is talking to um, William Reeves, hooded justice in the theater, when he was saying, you know, uh, what do you say? He's like. Mask, um, what? Oh man, yeah, what did he mask say? cover. Basically, he said that you gotta take the mask off to heal. Yeah, you know, yeah. Mask, Mo- he called him wounds. Wounds need air to heal. Right. That's what he said. He said wounds need air to heal. Right. Something about the masks mask. were there to cover wounds, and then yeah. that, and, and 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 you know, like wounds need air to heal. So 
basically it was a great little back and forth but we're we're almost there we're almost there because uh, uh then so after lady true gets smashed by her own machine and angela gets off to wherever she's going i where is she going I don't even know where she's going. Oh, she's going home. Oh, she's going to the movie theater. Oh, she's going to the theater. But she just runs straight to that theater having no idea right. that they're there. But Dr. Manhattan teleported, uh, you know, all those all those people there, all her family there, so she would know. And the theater happens to be about two doors down from her fake bakery. Right. 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 And that's where that's where Will Reeves, the series even starts, is at that theater during the Tulsa Massacre. Yep. And uh but they show they go to back to uh, Karnak first, right? Because then is is don't they go back to Karnak and that's where they show like Adrian getting pissed off because Laurie's like, no, uh, that's right at the end. But yeah, the, right. yeah, the, he's Adrian's walking out and he's like, all right, well here's the oh, here's, here's the Archie, here's Archie, um, get the fuck out of here. Essentially, <laughs> I hope to never see any of any of you people again. <laughs> I much like my silence and my aloneness, right. and and I, I saved the world again. So go and away. I gave you a ship. So yeah. pretty nice guy. And <laughs> <laughs> pretty cool. Pretty cool dude. Um, and then he, the one dude just uh, looking glass is just super upset. He's like, no, you don't understand. I was getting a hand job while I was naked and this girl stole my clothes <laughs> and then everyone died. All right. Because of you. Okay. Yeah. All right. Have you ever been receiving a hand job and then and stopped it and then everyone I, died? Well, I don't think he was getting a hand job yet. I think she, before any kind of. I thought I was going to get a hand job <laughs> and then everyone died. You know what it's like when you think you go from such highs <laughs> to such lows. Do you understand? <laughs> Uh, okay, so so that's okay. So that's after the, the yeah. That's th- like the, the last. That's like one of the last okay, scenes. So or, no, the last scene is her eating the egg. But we'll yeah. talk about that. Like, okay, so so then let's go back to the to the Dreamland Theater, which there we were looking up online because we saw the lights were out and it said DRM and then it had other a, other, other words. Yeah, and it was saying that uh, it, it might be a reference to Doctor Manhattan. You know, like maybe you know, and then and then it, it had the name of the. Uh, I think the director or some Tessa uh, Zurin or no, it's Tessa Hurston. Hurston, yeah, because of uh, Zora Hurston, who is a famous black author. But we don't know who Tessa is yet. We don't know who Tessa is yet. Zach keeps on saying yet, yeah, like like we should be expecting some kind of second fucking s- season, but I don't know. The, it, here's the thing about when I was listening to that guy talk about it. Uh, uh, David Lallendorf or whatever the fuck his name is, he was saying um, he didn't even realize that the show ended on a cliffhanger until Looking Glass. That doesn't that doesn't that's surprise so, me at all. But that guy is yeah. like the most clueless human being ever. Yeah, and like honestly, I read <laughs> that, that doesn't surprise me at all. He's got another novel that it's at my dad's house. Another graphic novel. It's Wolverine versus uh, Hulk, which is pretty good. They're on like some crazy planet where they just have like get gladiator. Games is it on. what if? Uh no, it's not. What if it's a Marvels? Uh, it's just Wolverine versus Hulk. I thought because I thought there was a what if, uh, a what if um comic. That I was just had looking on his uh, what if me- what if the Hulk fought Wolverine or something. I don't know. 
Yeah, it's probably that who, one. Who 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 did so that? He did. Uh, he did. Uh, that's that's uh, Damon Lendendorf or whatever. No, I thought he was just a director. Is he a no, writer? No, he, he writes, man. He writes. Uh, he's actually done a couple other things. Before Tomorrowland is another thing I definitely recommend you guys check out. He did uh, Legends of Dark Knight, which is I'm not a DC guy. He also did another Legends of Batman novel. Oh, so he um, he was. And actually he did one that I saw in the in the comic book store, and I thought this is the dumbest fucking thing, and it makes me so happy that there's this Cowboys versus aliens check it out and it dude. turned into a movie right? check it out dude yeah, yeah wow garbage <laughs> <laughs> it had james bond in it but yeah he's also like you said leftovers lost um world war z which i was not really you, you know what i world war z going back to it wasn't bad but the book was way tighter but the book is nothing like the movie so it's not even the same it's not even the same story really um, but what, what were we just talking about? Oh yeah, because he was at, at lunch with Looking Glass, whoever the actor is with Looking Glass, and was like, you know, um, he was telling him, yeah, I, he was telling Looking Glass like this is this is a standalone story. He's like, we wrote this as a standalone story. He's like, if you think this is a standalone story, you're a fucking idiot, because you know, is Laura, is Angela Doctor Manhattan? Like, what's going on here? There's a lot of unanswered questions, but we're we're gonna get there. So. Um, so so Will Reeves and uh, Angela have this back and forth when she goes into the Dreamland Theater and talking about how masks, you got to take the mask off the air, the wounds, and she's still reeling from losing her husband and her kids are there and it's just this fucking, you know, this this scene. And, and uh, as they're filing out and going into the bakery, the one boy sees her hood uh sister night outfit and yeah. puts it together and he's like oh shit well and more importantly that boy all those kids are you know slain police officers uh uh children right, right? and but that boy specifically said i don't want you to be a cop you know that yeah. little boy was pretty adamant like i don't want you to do that stuff my mom dad or dad you're my mom now don't fucking be a cop right yeah. and she's been lying to him the entire time and he saw that and he kind of got a little kind of like, excited yeah he did because you sh you see this really quick scene where they're putting him in the bed and he's all like wide-eyed and bright-eyed bushy-tailed but i thought didn't that kid doesn't that kid have powers i thought that kid had didn't powers. he have powers yeah didn't he's he, a gifted, wasn't he elevated that he's a gifted child i don't think his powers are i don't, I don't know what his powers are but I well think i thought he had uh levitated that remember when they were building that that uh that um building out of those metal pieces and then all of a sudden he was just like he was done and it all fell to pieces you might remember that? Oh, it was earlier in the that. season. I have to I, go back and watch that. I think that kid fucking had powers. And, and like, I don't I don't know. I don't think he was Dr. Manhattan. Because all those kids no. came from different places, no. right? All those kids are different places. Yeah. Um, Can but Dr. There's, Manhattan there's have kids? I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, he probably could have. He'd probably he, do whatever he wants, right? His, he just makes one out of his hand. Like, here, here's a kid. It's like one of his other parts of imaginations. I made a giant dong, and I, <laughs> I don't, I don't get anyone pregnant. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yeah, that's that my only two imaginations. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey. after that, I saw every time and every space, and me doing it with everyone and every time, <laughs> every all at the same time. Um. So. So yeah, there, there there's some questions there. It's like, does that kid have powers? And and and, and is is, is it more more like does that kid grow up to you know keep going? Because uh, Angela's dad was a hooded justice, right? Or and uh, or her grandfather, right? Her grandfather, her grandfather was hooded justice. What's her dad? 
It was a grandfather. It was a grandfather was hooded justice, and then guess because her parents got and her father was. Uh, in in the armed forces, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know what he did in uh, Vietnam, but he was in the armed forces, and so she's always felt a sense of duty. So it would make sense that this young boy would go and carry on right. the family sense of duty after learning the wrong and right and everything. You know, there there's uh, also this theme of legacy in the show that I love, where like uh, you know you got Adrian Veidt's daughter, Lady True, who comes back. You got fucking. Uh, 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 Fucking uh, Angela and her grand and her grandfather. There's this lineage coming through. There's a few other things. I mean, even with the Keens, like Senator Keen, like he fucking. That's a good point. Obviously, was this fucking undercover racist senator who fucking grew a fucking who you know raised another ra- undercover racist senator. You know, so there's a lot of there's there there's a lot of themes of lineage and legacy that sort of. You know, inheriting your 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 uh, your family's fucking um, you inherit the good inherit and the bad. Inherit the hate. <laughs> you inherit it. You know, you you inherit the things. You inherit the bad and the good. It just seems such an extra life, like so much extra work. I get done with my work today. Like I have no extra work to have like a secret society that hates <laughs> random sect of people. Yeah. Like, when do you have I'm time so for this? Tired. I just want to play guitar. And yeah. And just how do you have time for day. this? It's like how people will go crazy on Facebook. Book for all fucking day. How do you have time? Oh, they'll just be like, oh, we well, said that, and then I got this point and this yeah. point. Wait, How wait, I'm waiting for the next guy that comes at me. <laughs> How do you have time to fucking hate that much? Like, how do you have time to like where you hate so much that you have to go to like a weekly meeting? <laughs> or, gotta or like a nightly. You've yeah. got to be so tired. And how much planning goes into killing Doctor Manhattan uh, and being a part of like racist? <laughs> I like to relax at the lake. I go there on the weekends. Yeah. I don't do anything. Right? I like to chill once in a while. <laughs> I don't have enough hate to like go to another place after dinner. You know, like I read to meet with, up with other people who hate the same thing. Yeah, it's like just as much as you hate it. <laughs> that much hate motivates, man. Hate motivates. I mean, it's, it's funny what motivates people. It's like spite, hatred, jealousy. I swear, you I know, swear. Like you, ever, you ever meet somebody who's like really, really old? Yeah, they got some spite. Well, I just, hate, hate, hate keeps well, you young. You it live seems a like. Life. You live a long life. Like, Live a long life. I had a I had a great grandmother who hate didn't speak any English and she hated every every police bit or anything like that, right? Yeah, she just kept her alive a long time. My other grandma other grandma hates a bunch of stuff. She's like ninety eight years old right now. She hates police. The which side of the family hates the police? Oh, uh, all the Jewish ones. <laughs> I wonder why. The ones who were like rounding them like up. And a, shit? Uh, came yeah. to America by force. Right? God damn. Is that what happened with your family? Did they come before all that, or were they uh, even a part of, of that? Some of them came. Some of Jim's family came before that. My mom's. All my mom's family came before, and uh, settled in uh, uh, Youngstown. Ugh. And then, yeah, right. Well, at one point, Youngstown was great. Mm. My grandpa told me he got paid to start cars <laughs> during the Bob War. And I was like, wait, why? He's oh. like, why'd they pay you? He's like, because cars would explode. Oh. I was like, so you just start them? He's like, for $5, I'll start any car. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, fuck it. So, where are we now? Uh, are we are we past? So the-, the kids are tucked in, and she's cleaning up the mess. Oh, that's the very end. So we skipped where they're back at Karnak. So let, let's just cover well, that. Oh yeah, yeah. We I thought we talked about it. Karnak. Oh no, we just we didn't. Well, well, fucking. What's his name? 
you know, looking glass, looking, looking glass is pissy about it. He, he's upset. He has, he, you know, there's that huge conspiracy that because the world doesn't know that Adrian Veidt unleashed this this alien. Like they just think some alien octopus or what? What was the source that people? It's think a trans-dimensional from? being. That's what they thought, and, and they're just, thinking there's a rip in the space-time fabric, and there is something a tear over New York and the East Coast, and periodically shit will fall out, and these things that are falling out are these baby squids that you know the media has been or. Or Vite has told everybody that they're just you know flying through and then they get caught and then they go to this one. But really, he's just making all these right. things. We we know now, right? right? And you know, Looking Glass was a real turned on, and then everybody died. So now he's like real upset, and he's like spent an entire life living underground right. and being doing a scared human just being. being a little extra nuts because something right. bad terrible happened to you. And I gotta say, Looking Glass, you know, I understand your trauma, but you know, it's not on us. To, for you to feel better, it's on you to heal yourself, and that Ooh. is a message to you, to you, Looking Glass. Heal, <laughs> heal your pain, all right? Because because if you're not taking care of yourself, how can you be expected to take care of anybody else? That's very it's very inconsiderate if you're thinking of it like it's, that. I, this is the argument I use with my wife all the time. I was like, <laughs> you need to go get a massage because what use are you if you're a fucking big ball of tense energy walking around fucking spitting venom at every, everyone who looks at you wrong? It's like go and do something for yourself, so you know. Because what will happen is that she'll take on all this responsibility, and then she'll be sitting there on her cross, dying. Like, I work so hard, I never get time for myself. Oh, make like, time for yourself. Everybody I make wants sure to. Sure, you have time for yourself. I go on my way to make sure. And what will you do with it? You'll sit on Instagram. You'll sit on Instagram. <laughs> Well, if that's how you want to use your time for yourself, that's fine. You can't, you can't, you know. Right, you can't but tell like, I don't know. Like for me, yeah, you're right. You're right. I you know, can't. Everyone's be relaxation is like right. different. How right? does it work for you? Yeah, you're right. But we're we're up we're up point now. So so fucking. But he he says he's like, yo, Adrian Vite, you're going to fucking jail. You're right. going to prison for this. You killed a bunch of people. Well, we're gonna. Lori's like, well, you killed three million people. And then Lori's like, you know, he's kind of right. Everybody <laughs> knows now. Like I know I've known for a while, but I guess yeah, I guess I'll go. And he's like, Lori, the fuck? Yeah. We've been friends forever. <laughs> you do. I, I just saved the world people. twice. Like, I just did it again. And you're just going to like, and you know, they, she's like, nope, I'm going to go. And he starts talking about. Well, I just you know, love how indignant he gets. He always gets so indignant about us. Uh, he's just like, how dare you <laughs> question <laughs> my. <laughs> you know what he reminds me of? Do you remember that guy who would talk like the the egg show on uh, uh, remember Nick and Knight? Yes. Settled Datas. Remember they had that show where the car would talk like this. I don't know what it's called, man. I'll God look it up man. and I'll send it to you. Oh, I was hoping you'd nail it. Oh, is it the guy who had the diabetes? Yeah, it was the guy. Is it Wilford something? Wilford. Wilford. Yeah, he was always selling diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this okay, is a wow. real show he had on. It was like yeah, because uh, he was from a show. It was a real show. I swear he wasn't just always a. No, joke. he wasn't a diabetes guy. <laughs> He was he's just a joke recently. <laughs> That's all he's been. It's a so joke. they take him and like he's going on, fights going on, and then Mir just comes up with a uh, crescent wrench and he just <laughs> like just. He talks too him. much. <laughs> he talks too much. <laughs> talk too much. And Lori's like, "Yep, <laughs> yeah." But that's why I'm so bummed. There's not going to be another season because I want to see the trial between him and well, man. Not only the trial, which I agree will be fun. 
But like the the unleashing of information when when a mass of people learn a piece of information all at once and that everyone all at once is elevated to a new a new level of consciousness knowing that fucking Adrian Veidt sent this squid onto the world to save it but murdered 3 million people. I mean, what is the reaction to that? What happens to President Redford? Like, is he going to go to jail? Because he knew about it and he didn't say shit. I mean, he obviously has been enjoying his presidency for the last 20 or 30 years. I don't know. What happened when they found out there's no nukes in in Iraq? Nothing. <laughs> Pretty much nothing would happen rapper. I mean, they're just going to hold Vite and, uh, and, and contempt our... our uh... But I still would want to see that. I still like the idea of like what what happens to this world afterwards. And, 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 and as well... I know like, what you're saying. What, and, and then how you pointed out how you noticed people didn't have masks on. The cops didn't have masks. And so is Angela, after talking to William Reeves, going to be like, fuck that. I'm not wearing a mask anymore because this is who I am. And I'm going to be who I am. And... I'm not going to be afraid. And I want to see how her powers develop because I don't know if you remember how Dr. Manhattan became Dr. Manhattan. So the the reaction happens and they're trying something new with some quantum whatever, right? We'll use quantum because that's the word we're going to use. I think it was gamma ray in the comic books, but it doesn't oh. matter. Um, he you know gets radioactivized and he just disintegrates. And then like three days later, like a ghost appears in the same lab he's working just screaming periodically a ghost just screaming right and then it takes like him months for him to materialize so he had to build up his powers so he went for a whole part where it's like everything was ripped apart right right and then he had to build up his ability just to um to put himself back together together. yeah Yeah. to manifest himself and just like uh, take up space right so he he did that and i want to see how angelo would grow and become Dr. Manhattan, because she's going to have to go through the same trials of, you know, testing out her powers and what everything. Because I think the best thing to open up that, if they do open up another season, best thing, she steps right in the water, sinks right down to the bottom. That would be cool. And then, boom, it just starts the whole thing, and she slowly gains her powers, and, you know, maybe she doesn't go blue until a while. Right. Well... That's sort of what brings us back to the house and what brings us to that scene because, you know, they, they, William Reese says, um, like, uh, well, they reveal, I think, was it at the very end or was it in the theater where he reveals that the whole plan was Dr. Manhattan's in the first place? Yeah. Because Dr. Manhattan he, he says that, he says that right in the theater. Oh, okay. It was Dr. Manhattan's plan in the first place. Right. He hatched it. You know, people, uh, he, he came to William Reeves and... Uh, and the whole plan was just to annihilate Cyclops. Right. That was the whole plan. Right. Like, Lady True, that's all a side thing. That's a side right. thing. Right, but it wasn't... But it was also to prevent... Wasn't it to prevent some? Oh, no, William Reeves, his only mission was to, re- to bring justice to the yeah, Cyclops. Yeah, I mean, that's what he... That's what William Reeves wanted to do. And then uh, Manhattan uh, saw it as, A, I can get Because he knows he's going to die, though. But the reason why he wants to die is because he knows that he, if he gets involved, he's too powerful. So mm-hmm. it'll just be like another Vietnam, and he can't live on here and really exist and be in a conscience plane with anybody else. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of, like, trapped in these whole things. Am I really living? You know, like, is a life sentence really life, you know, if you have to sit in a box all the time, which for him, even if he could go anywhere else, he couldn't interact with any of it. Yeah. Well, it, the, the, anyways, 
I I hadn't I had a thought on it, but it kind of leaves me now. So fuck it, let's let's get on with it. But the when so he's telling Angela in the theater. He says um, <clears throat> he got to break some eggs and make an omelet. And that I, I I I every time I hear that now is just because I know that came, that was something that came out of the Stalin regime that you got to break some eggs to make an omelet, which is you know referring to mil- genocide. Yeah, I think Stalin killed like like um, like there's like 12 million people that the Nazis killed, right? So then, I thought the I thought they were in the 40 million. But is that that high? I thought. Lots you know, of people, but I think Sta- Stalin seriously in the hundred million people that he yeah, killed, it was a lot of people. He killed way more people and than like anybody. he got very, he got very paranoid at the end. Was just killing like his top generals, family members, and shit. Like it's nuts. Uh, so so he he says we got to break some eggs to make an omelet, and that sort of uh, he and he also said uh, he said that you would know what he meant when the time came. So that was almost like a direct message from Dr. Manhattan, which, you know, Laurie puts everybody to bed, and that's when we see that interaction, that interaction between her and her son. And, uh, uh, you know, she comes downstairs after a long-ass day and comes back to the eggs on the floor that were broken from when um, Cal or Dr. Manhattan was making food for whatever reason. I, or what was the reason? He wanted to make waffles. He's just <laughs> wanted to make waffles. He's like, I need waffles. And he was just like, because he, he just hadn't been in his in, in his Dr. Manhattan mind forever. So he's just like overload for the first 30 seconds. He's like, oh, I'm so excited to do everything. Yeah. And I liked what he was like, let's wake the kids. Like, <laughs> that'd be the most fun. Like, my dad's Dr. Manhattan. This guy just wants to do everything. It'd be super fun right now. Yeah. Like, yeah, let's let's wake the kids. Let's, let's, let's make this a party. <laughs> So she she gets it. It all dawns on her in that moment. You know, breaks some eggs. She opens. She 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 smashes this carton because she's just so frustrated with his indifference to the importance. Well, of the she situation. didn't feel like he was uh, recognizing the gravity of the situation. Right, and, and and that was a lot of the things that that even in the comic it comes up. I saw it ends up where uh, where he's like, it must be very frustrating for you to be with me. You know, like. The people that he's with, his girlfriends, must constantly be in fr- be frustrated. And you see that interaction with him and Lori in the comics, and then of course with Angela and him, which it would be frustrating for someone who's living in all times at all, at all time. You know, like who's well, in different he's places. He's a serial presence, uh, you know, and, and he can yeah. go through all dimensions. It's and the you last, can't, you know, it's the last thing a girlfriend wants is is a boyfriend who is not present. So <laughs> he's present there. I mean, he's he just, there. He just also, there's also cooler things going on, right? And then, I mean, let's all. I admit that like we've been in the presence of our of our lady ladies and uh we've been in cooler places in our mind than we were in that moment listening to them not to dis- say not to discount anything that they say it doesn't have any kind of weight in my life it's just i'm saying mine's listening in the other door so i'm gonna say <laughs> so no Zach's comment sitting no comment she's listening intently what's that about i me? always listen intently i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> exactly uh it, Anyway, so she uh, decides to um, take a gamble, right? She eats the egg raw, which is nice. a gamble. And she in goes itself. back, yeah. It's but like, I, real. you know, uh, she she eats <laughs> it, and again, it's interesting that Vite must not know about the egg first off, because there's no way Vite would have let her become a god. Okay, right. that that's got to be a, a good thing. 
But it's really interesting that she did give her, uh, he did give her an egg, and maybe, you know, for that whole, for that whole universe, uh, that's what you needed. You needed some, you needed somebody to counteract uh, Vite. Maybe you needed somebody on the other end. Maybe you need somebody who's that powerful just to tip the scales back in the side of good. I think you know. I think uh, uh, Sister Knight is a good is a good Doctor Manhattan. I think she reminds me a lot of you know John's original qualities and even I mean she's a little, she's a little more fiery tempered. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's not a good thing for somebody with all that power. Well, I, I could I I could see it going in a lot of directions where she could uh, you know where she could have her moments, but I mean ultimately it just seems like that kind of knowledge and that kind of power just leads to that kind of indifference. That I mean I. I, I Maybe that's why they have to... I don't to, think God... Yeah. I don't think if there is a God in our world, he's sitting around contemplating whether or not we're going to save, you know, the people... He just looks at how much money you raise for your church. That's the yeah, only thing. Yeah, that's the only thing he's he gets concerned a, about. It's like the IRS, but for your soul. He just gets a monthly <laughs> how talk. How much did you donate? Oh, not enough. Not You're enough. going to hell forever. Not enough. Well, and it's and it's funny because there's like this question, and even in the in the in the show, you know, there's this question of like, is God doing enough? If God exists and He created all of us and He's nothing but a benevolent being, why is He letting millions of people starve to death? Why is He letting all these terrible things happen? And then you have this like you know this parallel with this this guy, this fucking this blue God who's. Not really doing shit, you know. He's kind of like the real god, I mean, but he, he can blow up once. Vietnamese. He did do shit, yeah, once. <laughs> and it wasn't it wasn't uh, necessarily the best thing, right? Was and it, I think that's like the best thing to learn from all. Is God's lesson. intervention would that make the is world that better? Really a good thing? Yeah, is that what we want? Is, is there what repercussions are going to come from God's intervention? You know, like what what because humans are that. Humans were his creation, right? Or God's creation. To and he and God. I'm gonna stop saying he. <laughs> she and she gave us the the Shem. choice of of Shem. Shem gave us the 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 option of free choice. You know what's funny is Shem is the like you know the gender neutral. Uh, is that what it is? It's now? Shen. I thought it was they or Shen is a is a is a is a genderless. It's a. It's something in Sweden. It means both of the sexes in Sweden. It just only sounds more like male on our end. But it's something the Swedes came around. But Shem is that, and Hashem is God in Hebrew. Mm. There's a little fact for you. There you go. So so God could be either sex, mm-hmm. according to the Swedes. There you go. If the Jewish Swedes. <laughs> Thank you, Jewish Swedes. A lot of Jewish Swedes, I'm sure. Listen to this. A lot, lots of tall, blonde, blue-eyed Jewish Swedes. <laughs> <laughs> um the no the the I also like the the imagery of the egg the egg where you saw it throughout the whole thing and it also you know when I was listening to the showrunner David Lindelof or whatever he was saying that we he wanted something that was his uh, was theirs so like the smiley face the imagery of the smiley face in the comics with the bullet hole you know like. He wanted theirs to be the egg. Well, and you know, and also eggs mean new beginnings, right. new starts, and I think it's very symbolic that she was given an egg 
to start yeah maybe becoming the new well and then you see at the beginning where they show her making the smiley face with the eggs and then throughout the whole series there's egg references and you know and ultimately it becomes what would she be she'd be lady manhattan what would she be sister manhattan (laughs) dr manhattan she can't be doctor what's your mom called She's not a doctor. Your mom's Dr. Hutner. Yeah, but my mom's a doctor. Like, yeah. she's a cop. She's oh, Dr. Angela, Dr. Manhattan was office, an actual doctor. Officer Manhattan. Yeah, Dr. Manhattan was, she was an actual physicist. He was an actual doctor. Could be Lady Light. Lady Light. <laughs> I like Officer Manhattan. <laughs> officer Manhattan? Freeze. Bad. This is Officer Manhattan. Why would you even say freeze? All she has to do is go. <laughs> But who knows what her powers will be? Like, what well, if he transfers his powers? Does that mean that it's going to be the same as what his powers were? What, is no, that, just her boobs get really big. That's it's just thing. her titties. Are big. <laughs> He's like, damn it! I'm not even here to enjoy this. I made that. I that's why I wanted to make the waffles in the first place. Just give you bigger boobies. <laughs> I just want more. It was boobies. a trick all along. Just want more boobies. Uh, the the. I don't know. I, I, I really enjoyed this show. I, I liked how there was a... There's just so much to build off of. There's the source material. There's this... It, the world, they could just expand it in so many different ways. Oh, the elephant. I forgot. Oh, yeah. Explain to me what the elephant was okay, going Okay, so I was listening was to that them. Was that her grandfather? No. The elephant was just an elephant um, because they didn't know what else to do. <laughs> so... I swear to God. Wait, uh, what? Yeah, so uh, the elephant was uh, back in episode seven, and they used the elephant because they they, they couldn't think of anything better uh, because if it was Will Reeves in that room, you know, where do you go from there? They sort of need Will to be mobile, you know. Not, this is classic Damon Lindelof bullshit. Right, right but that's <laughs> what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying because he wrote himself, he fucked himself into a corner, and then he had to figure it out. So they came up with an elephant because one of the other writers were like, well, it's true symbol. Uh, elephants never forget. And so the elephant was sort of this neutral space instead of storing it like on a hard drive. She could store people's memories on an elephant. So can you imagine this elephant when he wakes up and he's just wandering in the world with all these fucked up memories of being I mean, a call gay Peter. fucking... Call Peter over that shit. You guys... Like this mad. elephant thinks he's a gay fucking superhero. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about that. Oh, the gay, the Isn't it super- weird? Isn't it also awkward that Angela never brought that up to her grandfather? It's she like, was so to, the, she was the, trying the to butt fucking. What, what, what's so, that all about? I was in your dreams, just butt fucking this dude. <laughs> I was like, what's that? Couldn't all stop. About? I wanted to stop, but like, I don't know. Or unless she's like into it, you though. still you still know him. Who's this guy? <laughs> Um, I got a couple more little facts that I wanted to throw in there before we wrap up here. I, you know, I honestly thought that we were going to just blow through this and like get There's it done in an hour. There's way too much to talk about in, in this stuff. I was like, we're, we, we're, we're going to be done that, in an hour, no problem. I think no my problem. dad said that earlier this week. He's like, I don't understand how there's only one episode left. It needs to be at least three episodes. And he said this to me, like when my dad says things like that, he's like, Zach, can you go out and do something about that? Like. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was like the gravity when he's just like he's like yeah I don't know I don't know about the lawn looking like that you should definitely change something up with that right <laughs> it, was, it was like I just remember being like a kid getting done mowing my lawn and then him be like that's a shit job you yeah. gotta do it again <laughs> that's how he felt like, about only having one episode left it's like Zach 
just go take care of this. What's please. going on? Is it, are these guys serious with this? this? This is what we get? You get this motherfucker on the phone, please. Uh, also, uh, here's another fun thing. The episode is called See How They Fly, uh, which is also, which is, which I think is sort of a call to uh, the, the, uh, the squids. The squids flying out of the air. And also, it is a lyric at the end of that cover of I Am the Walrus by the Beatles. There is actually, and it also says I am the Eggman too. In there, yeah, it does say I am the Eggman. And then we're, uh, and then it actually says, "See how they fly, see how they 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 say something, see how they laugh, see how they something." Go listen to the fucking song. It's a Beatles song. It's which, everywhere. Which Beatles album is that? Uh, Yellow Submarine. I am the Walrus. Cuckoo, cuckoo. God, fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's, good. it's good when you're on acid. Let me well, tell you when, that. Well, no, I, I, I shouldn't be calling the Beatles idiots, but because they obviously did so much. Well, but are they alive? Most of them. Well, half of them. That's not very smart of them. <laughs> <laughs> they died. Half of them died. So Rolling Stones all alive. Okay, <laughs> they're all <laughs> no, doing one-handed push-ups, motherfucker. Um, let me see. Let me see if there's anything else, and then if not, we'll just get the fuck out of here. I mean, what what do you think of the series overall as as a whole? Like, what what did you glean from it? What what do you think that the thematic meaning is? Behind well, I told it? you at the beginning, I was very confused about who the actual bad and good guys right. were. I was very confused because like uh, when they made Warshak's uh, character, Warshak's like people's character, the racist guys, I was like right. taken back immediately. Yeah, like, like what's up? What what's going on, dude? Why is my boy racist now? I don't I don't remember that at all yeah. ever and then uh so that kind of blurred started blurred lines and then you know the senator Senator keen kind of blurred the lines more from playing two sides yeah what really took me for a loop is when you know she seemed really cool with the original sheriff or original um uh police chief and he turned out to be a closet racist too so it really really Throwing me for a loop. It's like, oh shit! I thought the cops who were like, you know, going into Little Nixonville and tearing it down, and, and like I thought they were like, you know, Antifa if they were a, if they were a police force, right? <laughs> if they had, if Antifa they had. was a real police force, they would totally wear Russian like yeah. bullshit masks like that Russian dude. They yeah. would totally do that. That's that's a real thing. So yeah. I thought it was like that, and I was like, all right, this is kind of cool. And then like it kind of swapped it on like maybe these guys aren't really good maybe there's so much more complex to it and it was it was like in everything in life things are never black or white they're much more complicated it's it's mostly gray mostly gray mostly Mostly gray gray. like god and death and taxes you know because you don't really have to pay don't pay taxes (laughs) stop paying Uh, taxes so i love that i just thought it was a little bit rushed i thought um i thought we could have we could definitely do with more well, I mean, I think we could have done at least with one more episode, even we just could, to give we us do something. A, we could do with a season more. They should give us. A season well, and more. I know that David Lindelof was saying that in homage to the original comics, which ends with Warshak handing over his diary, saying it's like now it's in your hands because he, Warshak, you know, took di- had a diary, he wrote all of it, he he put in there Adrian's. The one who did he the, give it to like a journalist or something? Yeah, he gave it to somebody, but they obviously didn't do shit with it. They just sort of was like, unless they fuck. used it, they like stole it. And they're like, I'm gonna write a really racist manifesto. <laughs> with yeah, yeah, I'm gonna turn this into a racist <laughs> manifesto. These are straight from Rorschach. It's, these are all really, really racist. Oh, I didn't think the guy was that racist. Like, well, he wrote it, so. <laughs> um, uh, one more thing, uh, you know, on Pedipedia, it says that PD was was uh was fired. From the FBI, and that he stayed in Tulsa to investigate the 
the situation. So even in Pedopedia, it says that PD was fired, but like what is Pedopedia? Pedopedia is the is the uh, is the um, is the not sister material, but like it's like the material that they release with each episode. So oh, like, okay. if you go on the website, if you go to hbo.com and go the, the there's they this say why section. Pete got fired. I can't remember, but it says it in a, me- in a memo, and it's the only thing it says the last entry. And Peter, kind of a whiny little bitch, and probably Lube Man. Anybody who decides to go with Lube Man, probably <laughs> Lube Man is not a good code name. <laughs> that is not. It's not a good name at all. It's terrible. Now the the show was great. Do you it, remember? Do you remember Deep Throat with Nixon, like the real D- Nixon, like in, yeah, the, in the reporter or no, the guy who leaked the the guy who leaked the information. Yeah, yeah. So he was a he was a uh, um, a high school teacher at Southview. Shut up. Yeah, like I took a class with him. Like literally, look, Carrie took a class with him too. Like literally, really? like I, we had no idea. And this guy had told us like he worked for the CIA. Yeah, J.R. Bunker man, he died a couple of years ago. Um, but uh, yeah, he was on his deathbed. and He's just like, fuck it, I'll just tell everybody I was the guy who leaked it. Fuck you, Nixon. Well, I thought fuck that, all I thought you that guys. guy. I thought that guy was. Was found out anyways. Wasn't the original guy found out? No, not who Deep Throat is. Nobody ever knew who Deep Throat was. Oh. But that was his code name he chose. <laughs> for. And if you met this guy, <laughs> like, you just not think he would choose, like, honestly, he, a knew, pornography. he knew what a Deep Throat was. And he, because he was like, but, not but dude. even more so, Deep Throat was a massively popular porn- porno. Was it a massively popular? Yes, porn- it was a massively popular porno from so the good. 70s. Right, real life, dude. He's a real cool. Life. He was a cool social studies teacher. He used to come in with like uh, on Mondays and be like, uh, I, "I played a band in high school," and he'd be like, "Where'd your uh, all, all the kids earlier told me they liked your band, so you gotta tell us all about your band." He made me stand up there and tell him about a band. I'd be like, all a little stoned in the morning. But, I don't know. I play bass. Uh, bass we play ska music. Have you? Heard? It's fast reggae. It's fast. It's really cool. It's really cool. I like Rancid. Do you like Rancid? No, you don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, I'll sit down. Right, see you later. It's <laughs> cool, cool guy. Um, no, I, I think overall the show was uh, like it was great. Like it was so weird. It was so out there. It was so fucking like you know it. It wasn't what I was expecting. And in fact, I had no real intentions of watching it because, like I said, I never really had a history of Watchmen. I liked the movie a lot, actually. I remember when the movie first came out and I saw it, I was like, wow, this is a really great idea. And then when you start researching the whole, the whole, the, you know, the creators behind it, like Alan Moore, who is this fucking, who's just this, who hates Marvel because, or wait a second, no, DC. He hates DC. Because DC fucking, um, he, the story was is that he was supposed to make all his money on the back end like through the toys and all that shit but there was some sort of weird clause and DC was like no you're not getting shit they didn't shit. pay him anything they yeah, didn't they pay didn't him anything they didn't paid shit because he developed it and then wrote it and then he just liked it I guess right he liked doing it or something I think Batman was one of his original creations which you know kind of made some money well so I think it wasn't but he didn't create no Batman, but it was like a series of Batman that he no, created I thought that was Frank Miller though no he not had all some... of them I mean Frank Miller doesn't do all of them it's like no. it's like uh, you know Stan Lee didn't invent all of the, right. all of no it. and Frank Miller didn't invent Batman but he took it to the that next level like after after Watchmen came out that's when Frank Miller did the Dark Knight series yeah that's what I'm talking about okay and he didn't make any money on that entirely right like, well I know just, well they, he did they didn't make money him and the other guy didn't make money 
But then the other guy stayed working for DC, whereas Alan Moore went off and like was like fuck DC. And then to the point where like he wanted nothing to do with the movie. He didn't want anything to do with this series. He didn't. He, I mean, like. It, it's and he started a rival. He started a rival uh, company, which is Dark Horse. Comics. Right. Spawn. Um, Spawn. Remember or, Spawn? Or was that Image? I don't know. I think Spawn is Dark Horse. I think Dark I'm Horse, pretty sure yeah. Spawn is his. Spawn. Well, was no, like, he, I didn't think he started. I thought he, he was, owns. He owns the oh. rights to it. I believe, or he owns. Well, like I the, know that he was. He he did do some work on Spawn too, but he. He did do, um, fuck, I just saw this shit. Anyway. Comic books are really, there's only like a couple people who get, who do them, right? Yeah. You know, <laughs> they like, you, once you're in that, you're like one of the guys, right? Yeah. So they just really cycle between one of these guys. But I know he did a lot of stuff with Dark Horse, which was like the antagonist to DC in the 90s when we were growing up. Wait a second, was, was Dark Horse, did they have Spawn? Or? Yes, Dark Horse had Spawn. Okay, and the image, where's the image? Is image, image not is, even a thing? Image is, I don't know what Image is. Maybe uh, I'm just making the three, The three big ones were DC, DC Marvel, and Dark, Dark Horse. Horse. And yeah. honestly, I was a Marvel kid. Um, if you were a DC kid, I was a Marvel Fuck kid. Fuck you. Yeah, seriously, that's how that's how my dad raised me. <laughs> no joke. Like we, just fight, read, we fight now. We didn't read DC comics. I mean, he used to say things like, these are unintelligible comics. I don't like these or whatever you know yeah. and it, it, it's just it's it's very it's i don't know where i'm going with this but yeah it's uh <laughs> something about how he started that other chemical company there spawn well, was a really good one spawn was i really like spawn too yeah spawn was cool that was a cool concept uh, anyways, well, that's that. Uh, <laughs> we hope you guys enjoyed this fucking this long drawn out fucking uh, breakdown. Go watch Watchmen. Right, yeah, watch write your your local HBO provider. Tell them to demand a season two. <laughs> yeah, ours name is Nick Block and <laughs> Buckeye Cable. Call call up Mr. Block and say <laughs> we need more. Mr. Block, more Watchmen, I know please. You, I know you listen to this, Mr. Block. <laughs> You got this on fucking, yeah. You subscribe. I come up in your shit every fucking week. Uh, no, the, <laughs> the the I I don't even see a point of watching this. If if you want a season two, you're gonna want a season two. So uh, until they announce a season two, I would like say don't even watch again? it. It might be like lost again, but is everything he does just like waste time. <laughs> Is everything just a colossal waste of your it's life? Like, I thought like art was supposed to like be like help you enjoy life, but this just helped me waste a lot of it. And if I don't get to see any like resolve, it's it's like blue balls. It really is. It's just like there's it's, just aching pain. That it's just, tough to write a series like a write like a small series. And Zach would know he's done plenty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Believe me, <laughs> he said plenty. No, it's just I'm saying it's tough to no no you right. to like make a something and then yeah. have a resolve. Like well, I like Silicon Valley and that was a shitty resolving yeah. that just happened. You know, I, I don't know what what ended up happening. Nothing, right? Nothing, nothing. Like he no. ends up right where he started. He just wins. And, he's like. He's like, oh, or is he rich? He's rich and everything like everything works out for oh, him. Everything works. Oh, I hate endings like that, right? It's just well, not but, believable. But like in a show like Silicon Valley, like that's all you're doing the whole fucking series is rooting for the underdog. You're like, come on, you can do it. Yeah, but know? once he like becomes like the you know not an underdog, and it's like didn't show you any actual realistics. So you're just like, let's flash forward to like now he's a success. Like, oh, okay, this <laughs> just worked out. Anyways, okay, well, that's out of us. I, for some reason, this recorder switched back to zero, and it makes me uncomfortable. I, oh, I is hope it taping over? No, not. We'll see. I don't think so. I don't think it can. This thing has been really... All right, we'll see you next time. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, hold on. Be good to your fellow human beings. 
HJ's for everybody. We'll talk soon. <laughs>